Hi everybody, welcome to FNS Wrestling Podcast episode 158. Down here to talk about a bunch of wrestling from the week once we're done talking about other nonsense at the beginning here. And you are one year older Uno. than we last time we met down here for this. Indeed. Do you feel much more mature and wise? I am ready to spread my knowledge this week. Just a whole bunch of wisdom descended upon you as you turn 16. I've got a whole new wealth of knowledge right. since yesterday. Right. So we, uh, what have we done since last week? We Another trip to Canada's Wonderland, right? I, when I, was that? That feels that like was Monday ago, because but... I would like to create take credit for looking at the that weather. That feels so much longer. And going, hey, it's terrible weather right now, but it's supposed to clear out where this park is by like four o'clock. So let's and we drove through some rain, eh? yeah. <laughs> like well, lightning. We, we, it was raining when we got there. It actually. was for about fifteen or twenty minutes, and then it was. Got to find a day to do that again, though. It actually did work out. It was a smart smart way to go, right? A lot of Mm -hmm. families leave, and then and the rain scared a lot of people away. Well, at the end of the night, uh, me and my friend were just line hopping the two rides next to each other. Because sometimes you'll wait on those rides for an hour or more, and you guys were getting on one to the next to the next. We did um, the time warp one, the one where you're lying down. We did it legitimately three times in a row. Right. With no no problem. It's all about timing. And when you have season passes, it's uh, the risk isn't as bad, right? Like, if it poured rain and we had to leave early whatever we can just go yeah. back it's not like we paid yeah. that day and uh, the refillable drinks right yeah you pay it's 35 dollars for um a drink and it comes in this refillable I guess plastic it depends on your usage cup. of it like um i don't know well based on the prices in the park so that's 35 dollars plus tax for the season so as long as you keep bringing that cup you can fill it a million times for free yeah. So that's true. Well, it depends. I I probably only use it like one. I used it like the one time once when we were there last time. Like, Your brother used it a lot, I think. Yeah, I don't. I have to chug in. Sometimes it makes me sick. It just stops me from drinking water, which is a bad idea. And like um, my sun. friend, his thing was uh, because he didn't. He got like the one of the high C drinks, like the fruit juice drinks that yeah. I got um both times. And like he was saying, like you should get he usually gets the fizzy drink because then you don't drink it as fast. Fair. It's but, probably true. Yeah, because other I feel like that would, I if it was me, I just wouldn't drink it. Right, and then but, the day before your birthday, you and a few buddies went to like a what inflatable? Is that what they're called? It's like obstacle course on water, basically, yeah. right? So I don't know what you yeah, technically cool. call it. It is cool. So you did that. I like the idea that you book a I couple hours, way. right? And it's like, how many people would you say were in your group? Like what? Just us? It was there more people? I didn't go, right? So there, in your there's a bunch more people there. But like in your two-hour block how many people would you say decent amount of people yeah but not like you had to wait for anything really no you just run around do whatever right so you did that and then our your actual birthday we'll get back to it in the figuring it out at the end of this episode Mm -hmm. but we sort of drove around and also got a book looked for collectibles it was very close to only getting a book right which you were (laughs) not thrilled with i mean you like the book obviously you want i wanted the book but but like to come home with only really a a book when i'm 16 right I don't think that really happens. No, not usually the ideal. <laughs> and then, I don't know, we've just been having a crazy heat wave, but I don't think that's unique anywhere or unique to here because it's happening everywhere. But like, so Celsius today hit 37. So I don't know what Celsius. what that is. Very Canadian. 37, let's see. I'm, so my theory is times two plus 30. So that would put it at about 74 plus 30, 104. That can't be right. If it that's how that works, I don't, I don't even know. It's 99. It's close. So it gets you in the ballpark, right? That little technique. So 99 degrees Fahrenheit today. Very, very hot. But I think it's going to cool down in the next few days. Mm-hmm. But we've got 
a whack of family coming over your mom's side coming over on Sunday and for a bit back of a up to Wonderland. pool party, then back to Canada's Wonderland for more amusement park shenanigans. And it with would be a couple little kids that time though. And it yeah, and it would appear my fan expo plans are being finalized. Good. So you're gonna spend a yeah. two or three days at Fan Expo? I think with it's your buddies. Three, four. Wow. It's more. You sure it's be that interesting that many days? Either that or you get to do crap in Toronto. That's true. Either or. Because if you pay for the whole thing, it's kind of like a Wonderland thing. Like you yeah, can just like go. if we aren't there that long, the one day then it's right. like doesn't and yeah. For those people who don't know, it's Fan Expo. It's like our probably our biggest Comic Con kind of thing. Yeah. Um, like there's just the San Diego Comic Con last week, obviously, which that's probably the the big one in terms of is it Comic-Con at the conventions, same is that convention I center? I think so. Again? Yeah, I think it's like I think it's Metro Convention nice. Center or whatever. But um, on March break, I think we probably would have talked about it. But yeah, I went to Toronto Comic Con, which is like a little smaller. But then me and my friends liked it, so we're going to. So is this one bigger? Yeah. I think size? it's bigger. Yeah, oh, nice. I think I'm pretty sure Hayden Christensen's there. Cool. That's the guy. Like, I know. That's the I'm, guy. he is Canadian. So I'm debating. My friend really wants to meet, which I would too. But I, when my friend went to me, you know Andy Circus. Who? Andy Circus? No. He plays. He's Snoke in Last Jedi. I don't know. Oh, okay. You, you'd know him if you saw sure, him. Sure, probably. Um, anyway, like it's really quick because obviously they have a lot of lines, so it's just like bang done, right? Yeah. That kind of thing. So that's why I'm kind of not wanting to. And it'll depend on how much money I have when the time comes. Like right. I'll I'll think about doing that. And the only time, the only person I'm like I'll absolutely do is if Sam Witwer's there, but he's not there. Who's that? Voices Darth Maul. Oh, fair enough. And uh, Star Killer and the Force Unleashed games, mostly Darth Maul because Darth Maul's my boy. Darth Maul is your boy, always has mm-hmm. been. So that's cool. Something to look forward to, I guess. Indeed. And you're hoping to see your uncle in his establishment yeah. downtown his when you're one, one of the days when you're down there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I figure we got a bunch of wrestling, so we're gonna talk about AEW Dynamite. Obviously, news and rumors will be next, and then usual trivia. stuff, some trivia, high spots and rest holds. We're gonna preview an NXT Great American Bash because it's a PLE, right? Sunday. So it is, and it it's is. coming up on Sunday. And, and it's a thing you watch. Not, and not and then we'll wrap up with Jack telling us about his uh, quest for figures on his birthday, if he found any or didn't find any. And I think that's pretty much the lineup today. Are you ready to get started? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, first thing, as I said, is we'll take a look at some of the week's wrestling news and rumors. All right, so talking about some ratings. I mean, it's not as fun as talking about your favorite Trons that had letters blocked out <laughs> and spelled block other out things. letters but... and spell out different words. Right. Yeah, but, that's the best. Uh, so Nothing N- can compare. NXT this week averaged 703,000 viewers, so good number again. Down 5.8, but like over 700, so that's really good. Earned a 0.23 in the key demographic, up 9.5%. So it ties their best since, I think it was April 2021 demo number. So ties it with Rollins from, what was that, June 20th, World Heavyweight Defense against Breaker. So again, this, this main roster experiment seems to be getting them consistently around 700,000, mm-hmm. which for them is good. So must be something. It's Dom, Dirty Dom, right? He's a, he's a draw, I guess. I don't know. Uh, collision, 618,000 viewers, up 6.7% and a 0.18. So down 10%, just to throw in collision numbers. Dynamite, 898,000 viewers, so close to 900, which is pretty good for them. Down 5.8%, 0.29 in the key demo, down 147 which is significant. But they were head-to-head with coverage of FIFA Women's World Cup. So you know the numbers for wrestling and stuff. Women's World Cup. 4.38 million viewers and a 1.2 <laughs> rating in the demo. So obviously fantastic. Very nice. Relative to wrestling, I don't know, to sports, I imagine that's a really good number. So 
stiff competition for dynamite, but numbers pretty good mm-hmm. for everyone. Interesting. Um, okay, I'll lead with the funny one because I, I told you. You like to it, do that. It amuses me. Yep. It's not like a, uh, it's just, it amuses me. Okay, so I'll read you like the generic news line that Will Culture has sure. and then you can guess oh boy. who I'm talking about. Okay. okay. And I'll try to, maybe we'll work with hints after. Okay, so current AW star pitches one more world title run. So think kind of an older person who's held world titles elsewhere. Sting. No. Not, uh, maybe worse. Jeff Jarrett. No. Oh, you almost had it. I almost had it. Oh. Jeff Jarrett was almost having it. In a way. Uh, Sanjay Dutt? No. Jay Lethal. Like an older guy. He's, who's held world titles elsewhere. Uh, you're not a huge fan, neither am I, nowadays. And he's in AEW He's in currently. AEW currently. He's held world titles elsewhere. He's held world titles elsewhere. In a couple different companies. And he's kind of old. He's, he's, he's old. Uh, and he's not great anymore. Um, Jericho? No. Uh, worse. Worse than Jericho. Yeah. Uh, champion in other companies. Kind of old. He's been absent in recent weeks for a Jeff specific Hardy? reason. Yeah. Oh, no. No, He thanks. said, and I quote, um, uh, he hopes deep within his soul that of EW course. will <laughs> give him one more solo world championship reign someday. If you had read the quote first and given me the soul part, I would have known it was Jeff Hardy. <laughs> I just, we could have saved a lot of time. The, the wording in that is funny in it's and itself. Totally but I just think it's funny that he hopes for a world title reign. Just, not only is he older, but... Just with him, him himself, yeah. just being Jeff Hardy. Hey, older. I would find that questionable even like ten years ago if he was an AEW. Man is exactly my age. I believe we looked this up before. <laughs> I he, think that he sounds and I are right. the same that age. I'm pretty right. sure. I would honestly laugh at even him wanting a tag title run, although that seems a little more feasible because that almost happened, oh. and um, we will get there. But I'm technically older, born in the same year though. When we when when he's born in August thirty first August thirty first. So yeah, and, and he's I'm, the younger one, right? So Matt, yes, Matt's older. That's right. Okay. Uh, so I threw this in just I don't because we could attend this, right? A, a Sonata has been announced that he will. And oh it, yeah. And the phrasing is will be in action, so not like appearing, but actually in a match at Emergence. So that's August twenty seventh in Toronto, right? So mm-hmm. we could go to that. Um, if do you want me to try and get oh, tickets, wait, maybe? no, that's Fan Expo, I believe. Oh, is it? Ooh, Ooh. maybe I wrote go solo mission on that one because I <laughs> would like to go still. Um, drag like Mike or something if you the, want him to go. Wrestling. True. The card so far is. I saw there's the knockout. Hey, listen, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a big enough nerd. I would go to a wrestling show by myself, and I wouldn't even care. That's not. That's not. Because I know Braden and Davy of Poison Rana would probably. be I probably like. For me, I and I just don't care. It's not like I wouldn't go alone. I would just rather not. You're already a certain level of not coolness going to a wrestling show. No offense, because we all love wrestling, but, but it's not... we we know what we are. <laughs> At least we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So going alone is just I don't know. That doesn't really bother me. I guess. Yeah, that's but... true. That's true. So so far, the only matches I think confirmed are Diana Trinity, which fine. It's a rematch. Uh, Alexander and Time Machine, which is Kushida and Sabin and Shelley, right? Taken on Moose, Myers, Bully Ray, Leo Rush. I get that Bully Ray in. And then Sonata. So to me, not that's not super appealing. No, because, so and here's the thing the multi man tag that rules out two title matches already. Not only that, but your world title, because Shelly's right. occupied and Rush is occupied. Right. Um, speaking of Impact, though, I did see one thing. Did you see, because um, they're doing another joint show with New Japan? They are. I uh, see who Shelly's defending his title against. I did, but I forget. I actually saw it today. It's very easy to guess. Like, it- He's defending his world title against someone, like just world title caliber. And just, Okada. Mm-mm. No. 
Yeah, right. Uh, Ishii. Mm. No, mm. who? Tanahashi. Oh, obviously. Right. Yeah, of course. Gotta Tana. love it. Tanahashi has lost a step or two, unfortunately. A little bit. Um, yeah. yeah, like, I don't I don't think I really care, because I thought he was fine with Moxley. I don't think yeah. I really noticed that much, but the MJF match disillusioned me a bit. Like, it wasn't a bad match. I just didn't connect with it at and all. And I've been dabbling in some G1, and it's been more of the same. It's like, yeah, it's fine, you know, but nothing, like, Osprey's taking it. Osprey better take that. He's been having great matches. I haven't seen too finally, many of finally them. Finally beat Okada. But I did, like... His new uh, move is pretty nuts. Him and... Which Shingo, I think I watched. Right, yeah. That was cool. The new movie he's got is pretty wild. Yeah. I want to show you the leap of faith, I think. Yeah, it's cool. Anyway, yeah. sorry, your news. I've got a three uh, or four Speaking more. of Osprey, you, I told you, but like the, the rumored match for him at All In is Underwhelming? Jericho. Underwhelming. Dude, that's, that's super underwhelming. And that's just to say, like, I personally, anything other than an Omega rematch is underwhelming. But, but here's this the, is like... But here's the thing. If he can pull an awesome match out of Jericho... That's like that's true, f- not and I don't want to say Jericho's awful because he's but, fine, but he's not peak Jericho. So if no. Osprey can like somehow and get it get it out of him is probably too strong a word. It's not like Jericho's not involved, but, but you bring know what him I mean. Up to that level, like end up with a great with a really good match with Jericho. That's yeah, a but feather I don't, in his cap. I don't want to take the chance. And there's many other matchups that I would rather see. Oh yeah, or obviously Omega run it. I back think I saw sure. someone say like they shouldn't do that because it's a New Japan feud and they should end it there. But I think ending I it, I it. think ending it on a AWS is easier easier for us to watch. Correct. B, I think ending it on Osprey's turf is pretty sweet. Yeah. You know? Like, and I think New Japan wouldn't really care. That's eyes on their belt, anyways. Right. Or their guy, regardless. Right. If let's say Osprey wins the G one, um, which he should, um, that's eyes on him. Right. Yeah. I mean, as if there's not will. eyes on him already from yeah. his AEW exploits, but like. It's the biggest show in their company, so it would probably be good for him. I think, like, I don't know how you couldn't do Osprey Omega 3 because it's left unanswered. They've teased a third one, and just it doesn't work for me. And they're saying because of some Callus connection, but, like, I don't see that. And isn't Callus a heel? So if Jericho joins with him, wh- he wouldn't be a face. So then why is he facing Osprey? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't work for that. me on a few levels. And I'm hoping it's just a rumor. Cause to me it has to be Omega. We need the we need the feud ender, and I think it has to be all in. Cause I don't know what else you could do. Really. Right. Yeah. I. I. I don't know. We'll see. I guess Just, that does not work for me in any capacity. No. Uh. Is it me? It's me. Yep. Kevin Owens has been wrestling with a fractured rib apparently, which. Ugh. My understanding would be like crazy painful, right? And just difficult to breathe and Especially whatever. Especially when he's like, because he does like the frog splash and he's always doing sentons. He does and like, and like cannonballs and all yeah, kinds of just, stuff. That I feel seen. like it would be generally inconvenient, but like just especially with the, some of the things he does, I feel like it'd be especially just kind of like annoying. So this was saying that they're waiting for him to finish a current storyline to give him a break and unsure how long out of action or if it would affect the status of the tag titles or if it's something like, mm, right. you know, you can give them a, a few weeks rest and have them in segments and get away with it or whatever. You could definitely get away with having them in segments. You it, can. But that just him. depends on the time parameters. Right. But like in terms of just it being Owens, he could and definitely. And WWE's in no hurry to develop a tag team. So you can probably, you know what I mean? <laughs> They're not looking to like, oh man, we got like four tag teams. We got in the chamber ready to just. Go Damn crazy. it. Owens is injured. We had right? so many teams ready. Pause all oh, the amazing shocks. tag team stuff we had ready. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to put a pause on the whole division just because that's the only reason they would pause the tag division. There's no other. Otherwise, a juggernaut. 
There's nothing else. For sure. Yeah, uh, other than that, yeah, exactly. Your turn. Um, To continue my all-in thread for one more thing. Uh-huh. Um, Jamie Hayter with her shoulder injuries, she might be out for that. She might be missing that. Uh, to, That's too bad. Leaning that way. Yeah. Cause that division needs something. And she's from that neck of the woods. Right. So that would kind of And good. Kinda suck. And she's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, she was involved with the outcast, so bleh, but... So is everybody. Like, if you're a woman and you're going to get on TV, guess what? <laughs> you're Unless you're on Ring of Honor or the other one, Collision, I guess. Honestly, Willow and Athena are probably the two most interesting women in AEW's under their umbrella. Um, they're on, they're on least, Thursday um, nights. Athena is, for sure. She's awesome, yeah. Um, uh, what do I have here? Roosh. One of my personal favorites, he signed a new contract with AEW. Mm-hmm. And I was telling you, Meltzer said something along the lines of the AEW's offer was far bigger than anyone in NXT was getting. Mm-hmm. So that WWE would have had to like offer him main roster money. And I'm happy. I really, really like Which Roosh. obviously they probably aren't going to do. He's definitely not used a lot right now, but I'm hoping, like I was telling you, that that's because his contract was yeah. under negotiation. I'm hoping not... we get like a full revive of... Uh, LFI. LFI. Because I think that has potential as a cool heel faction. Me too. And I think you need to turn Andrade kind of back heel after he's done with the whole House of Black nonsense. It's kind of weird that he's just kind of faced, but I, I'm willing to accept it for now. Um, But I think you need to kind of get back to LFI after. Me too. So potential. Get Drillistico in. Right. Obviously, I think a trio is. As Me much too. as I love Andrade and Rooster together, I think a trio is a lot more better. Just, a, and, just another group that you can do in whatever combination yeah, you want. Exactly. Yep. Um, then I had the NXT confirm their next PLE, right? Uh, which is reviving the No Mercy moniker for the first time since I want to say 20. Don't I have 17. a No Mercy DVD out there? I think so. I, I think feel like Kane's bald. Is that no, no, that's Unforgiven. Oh, me. right. We have we don't know Mercy, it's got Kane's mask on it though, right? Um, the disc is missing from that. I but I, I know it's, <laughs> it's I know somewhere it's in there. the house, it, yeah. it's probably somewhere in the house, yeah. Um, I want to say last No Mercy was 2017. That's the last one I can remember where there was Roman and Cena back when Roman had the best. Yep. And uh, Strowman and Lesnar, if that rings any bells. Not really. That's the one where Cesaro got his teeth knocked in his oh, face. Oh, yeah. That was into the ring post, right? Yeah. And they got shoved back into... That's so yeah, awful that's, to that's think about. That's that show. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's No Mercy. So that's kind of cool. I saw the black and white logo look kind of cool. So um, When did, he, did they uh, give September a month? September 30th. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, I do miss the takeovers, but um, I think even in this not horrible era of NXT, I don't think they live up to takeovers. Oh God, no. even still, no, no. So, no. I'm it's a double edged sword. Like I'm disappointed. There's no more takeovers because NXT just the PLE just without the takeover just feels weird. I actually right? respect NXT for no, stopping using that's that the, brand. That's the other end, right? Like I'm, I miss takeovers, but I respect them for not tarnishing yes. the legacy. Correct. That's something they would totally do. I, so 100%. it's honestly a miracle they haven't absolutely surprised on the yes. legacy of takeovers. It's like, surprising to me. They the last um, the last takeover was remembered when so it it was pretty much at the end of Black and Gold, right? Because mm-hmm. Joe won the NXT title from Cross, which sounds so weird now. Mm-hmm. But then, because remember, he vacated it pretty much like right after, and then they had the four-way to crown the new champion. That was 2.0. That's right. Right? So um, the last takeover was pretty much the end. So yeah, um, No Mercy, I think that's a pretty cool one to go with. Yep. I, I like that. I have no problem with that. Um, Sounds familiar. I like weird, it. Weird with the takeovers. Yeah. My final piece is uh, Cody Rhodes vindicating me a little bit. 
Saying, yeah, I saw that. Saying that what he was doing at the end in AEW was, quote, too meta. And that uh, he was trying to go in there and that he says they were telling him they want what they want for you is to turn heel. So for me to do that, to turn heel, they want me to go out and say out loud that I'm not turning heel, right? Which is actually being a heel. And he says, but he thought it was over people's heads. So I mean, hey, you got that because it's me. I, I got on there thanks to you because it's me and the way I feel about Cody Rhodes. I, this goes through my f- filter of not liking him, and it's basically like I was doing something that was too smart for you people. I could, yeah, it's, right. It's how I like that, choose yeah. to interpret Cody Rhodes, but mm-hmm. I knew Cody. Don't worry, I knew. I even thought it was heel probably before he was probably actually, a little before that, definitely before that promo <laughs> before he was actually trying to be. Oh heel. my god! Speaking of Cody, I I saw like I was watching like the reels on Instagram, and I saw a bit of the. The promo ten racism. Oh my god, I love it so I, much. I would go back and watch that I, again sometime. Oh my god, we have I, we got to find some excuse to rewatch that because that that was awesome. That was I I watched like the exact moment he brings favorites. up the baby to end racism yeah. too. It's just I love his baby oh my god. ended racism. Rewatching that again, it's it brings me such joy for all the wrong reasons because yep. it's just like the way he phrases it too. Like his his like. It's just like the, the way he says, I just, I can't do it justice. Just it's just, the it's so air good. to them in that moment is just so, it's so obnoxious good, to me. Well, it's like, it embodies everything I don't like about America, yes. right? Just the whole American dream thing. I just, I hate so much because it's like a hat. Anyways, I'm not trying to do a whole anti-American thing, but. We love our American <laughs> listeners. Yeah, we appreciate y'all. But like, that from, it's so good. It's just, I had to bring that up. It's just, I. The exact moment when he brings up his baby is one of the best things I've ever seen. But hey, racism died that day, so racism died. It's all worth it. He made the world a better place. So who am I to criticize? Correct, right? Like I'm, I'm just being a dick right now. That's right. hmm? I'm out of news. Uh, the last one I have was kind of going off of something we talked about a few weeks ago. Was uh Brian Pillman Jr. Um, now he's reportedly on his way to WWE. Um, it's believed to either be in the process of being finalized or it's already been yeah, or that's already been done. Second generation star. But like, can't say of no. whom? I know. That's Luke, it's really what, interesting to me. His dad though. was a wrestler. Just let me Google that. <laughs> uh, oh, they're gonna. Uh, feel like um, they could. I'm, I'm curious what they'll do with him because like, and not in terms of what they'll actually do with him, but like in terms of acknowledging his yeah roots because they, they could either may very well change his name. I could and see do them nothing. going like because Ava, right. no mention Correct. of, and that to me is weird because. And I think it's probably what we mentioned a while ago is like, cause she's not good right now. I so they don't want to exactly like, it. they'll acknowledge it when they want to. As but soon as she's good. I'm just surprised they don't, they have, she becomes they have the not, pebble. I, <laughs> exactly. I th- I'm surprised they've fought the earth to, at all. Like she's a fourth generation star. Not only that, but like the daughter of one of their greatest of all time. Right. That's crazy for them to like fight the urge to just go balls right? to the as wall. As soon as they can that. see that she can walk and chew gum, they're like, she's she's good enough. Put, she's main the, roster, that the girl. The descendant of High Chief Peter That's Maivia. it. That's it. Like, Would yeah, she so be fourth generation? She oh, my yeah. God. That's just Vince's That's, wet dream. That's amazing. But, like, so um, the, obviously, like, they don't want to do that kind of thing with Pillman, right? Because no. Because Pillman, right? So like, they just may never acknowledge so it. I could easily see them giving him some weird, whack-ass name, like In Ava which case, Ray's is guy. he good enough whatever enough to make it without he's not that. no like no he's fine right? even with his dad's name in AEW, he didn't do crap true i think the most notable thing he did was he faced mjf at the first grand slam do you remember that i actually thought griff garrison was better than griff him garrison's all right do you remember pillman having a big singles match yes, in the stadium i do yeah yeah all they right, gave him a shot too, yeah just because um, it was like weird <laughs> it if was you hadn't weird. mentioned it i might not have but that's true yes well like 
Yeah, so I don't... He'll probably do okay. I could see him in NXT being decent, but, like, unless they give him some interesting character, I don't... I mean, I don't know. they could do... Loose cannon? <laughs> that worked out last I time. actually feel like he could do that, though. Yeah. I don't... I, I think... It's not like he couldn't do that, but it's more like Might be WWE couldn't do that. <laughs> yes. I don't think they would not like I just don't think they could pull no, it off the not. way they operate now. No. I mean they could always stick they could add another root to that tree, you know what I'm saying? That's right. There's always well, room for more. Now there's nineteen roots, right? We were joking about that <laughs> because like, the whole four roots, one tree, when there's like twelve people standing. <laughs> there's like sixteen you, roots, yeah. It's not so great, but so anyway. There's a lot more roots. Seems now. like that the, might be over, but we'll the get the trees to that. sprouting, you right. know. Uh, okay, so we're done news and rumors and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We should probably get into our in-depth review of the mm-hmm. week, same one every week, and that's taking a look at this past Wednesday's episode of AEW Dynamite. All right, so tell me about the Dynamite that was the day before your 16th birthday, correct? Mm-hmm. Your last day as a 15-year-old. And we didn't watch it live this time. We did not watch it live. It lasted one one week of us watching it live. Gotta give me something we real watched, good. Maybe, um, we watched it very not live. Maybe when Grand Slam rolls around, if they have a good card for that, the stadium yeah. one. Yeah. That won't have Brian Pillman Jr. this time. Because it doesn't matter to me. I don't get spoiled. But you, the minute stuff happens, you know. So. Well, yeah, but it's also fun to watch it live. It is. We can do it again. I don't mind. Yeah, it just kind of depends. Because we end up, like, the problem is you can't skip commercials, but on the flip side, we're always taking notes, and yeah. commercials mm-hmm. tend to be when we're, we, like... we pause and you, you get time to A couple out. minutes, yeah. So it worked out well. But, uh, all right, what happened on this week's Dynamite? Um, we had, like, another package starting us off, kind of like the one time when there was, like... Or we had, like, a weird thing starting us off, kind of like when... Remember the one time Keith Lee and Darby Allen were at the start? Right. Yeah, it was kind of out of the ordinary, because it wasn't a match, and it wasn't, like, a live in-ring no, segment. It was, it was a, a quick pre- package, um, kind of giving you a run up on the history of with Air Fox and Darby Allen just kind of showing how like Air Fox is a great guy um when he let Darby um stay with him when Darby was living in his car and his career kind of took off after that so and like Darby was talking about like seeing AR Fox's work ethic right and just like I had to surround myself with a guy like this if I was going to get better yeah. cuz he was non-stop apparently mm-hmm. um I liked it a lot obviously a very real story here um um and I think that's definitely part of what makes it good. Um, it also serves as a way to show people why, um, like who don't really know Fox, what he, he's about character-wise and why you should like him. Kind especially of thing. when looking... And a connection to Darby helps. And especially looking back and knowing what Fox That's what I said. I got spoiled later, like earlier. Right? So like uh, that's why I said after the opener is like, knowing what happens, I really enjoy right. the way setting, they set it He's up. such a baby face, right? Like, And I really liked the segment too. I thought it was... I'm pretty sure it's probably accurate and maybe they're like in embellishing stuff a little bit but i'm pretty sure most of this is true uh and yeah because it's rooted in reality it sounded awesome and again i love that they're giving any sort of context to ar fox because he's awesome Mm -hmm. right and he's been i think they said he's been wrestling for 16 years so i'm glad i want him to move past this like he can have a good match with anyone never win and never really have everybody do smooth right so i'm i'm glad they're they're putting some effort into AR Fox, which we see a lot of on this show, right? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, <laughs> if, if anything, it was an AR Fox-centric show. It was, and this to, was a really a cool segment to start, like a departure. No, I'm not, I'm not complaining. I, a I departure like from what they normally do, but I thought it was really effective. Yeah, yeah I liked it. And um, yeah, just like knowing what happens, I really like how they set it mm-hmm. up. Um, it just it, it works really well, and that's an effective turn. Um, 
So then we roll right into Air Fox challenging Orange Cassidy for the AEW International Championship. Yes. Um, and this was his 27th defense, I think. Something ridiculous. That's my Crazy. number. And I'm not sick of it yet. No. And I usually get sick of stuff. No, because it's... I don't know. They're just playing and it good. It's funny because I wasn't even the biggest... And I'm not the biggest Orange Cassidy fan, right? Like, I'm not... But... I think I got This is... Su- and I'll talk about it after the results. Um, But... Sorry, go ahead. Just talk about no, it. No, it's it's. I'll hold my thing. opinion. It's, they're keeping it kind of fresh, like they. Well, it's like part of us. They keep giving you good opponents, right? Um, and then like also the mounting injuries is yes. something to kind of can like c- continue on. You know, every time. So yeah, but we'll we'll kind of talk about that after, I guess. And then it's like everybody's lining up to face him because he's more and more depleted, and Darby Allen's asking him a favor, and like yeah, so I, it's all cool. Yeah, and the his character works to be like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yes, I don't okay. care. We're fine. I'll wrestle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a bit of holding counters early on. Um, Fox ducked an orange punch, like kind of went down and kipped back up. Yep. Um, then hidden in Zagiri, and then I'll come into play later, which I like. Um, Fox ran on the apron and he did like kind of the ricochet move. He did like a one step off the tur- side of the turnbuckle to hit a moonsault to the outside. Very clean. Cool. Yeah, yeah, just really fast. I remember Ricochet you see that a lot. Yeah, he did. That was one of his like flip moves on them when he debuted on the main roster that was one of the things you do a lot because they toned him down yes they did um, now he just has a shooting star like a chump and still can't really talk for whatever yeah. reason never learned how to speak at least he's getting a program with logan Paul. true um fox blocked a tilt world dt countered in like a twisting suplex for two looked cool not they a, called it a, not it's not a brain buster. it was that's, not a brain buster that's uh, we will see a brain buster later we will this was not one of them brain buster and a half um, Fox went for a cutter as he does, uh, but Cassie blocks. Then Cassie went for one as he never does. Uh, then Fox blocked that. Then they kind of did like a double neckbreaker spot, which let them both down. Right. Um, Fox did like this really cool evasion to avoid a slingshot move in the ring. Uh, like Cassie was going for like a he was slingshotting in, and Fox did something like a, he slingshot. He went out of the ring. Like I don't know, it was some cool thing. <laughs> they did like a slingshot, sent Tomiko into the ring, then uh, Topic on Hilo on the outside, then a Swanton back in the ring for two. He typically comes down pretty nice on the Swanton. Absolutely. He comes down heavy on it. Yep. Uh, speaking of Swantons, haven't seen Wardlow in a while. Ah, oh, shucks. Missing him. Miss, missing him dearly. He is missing. Mm. But you found him, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. I do know what you're saying. That'll make sense later, folks. Mm-hmm. Why do I have a hair in my mouth? I just, that just, I don't understand. <laughs> um, Cassie sticks Fox with a tilt or a DET, uh, but that was pretty gnarly. Yes. Oh, yeah. He sold it. I mean, yeah. I was like start, RV, start to remember. RVD cell, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. He mm-hmm. stayed like vertical mm-hmm. on his that neck. That was a great DT cell. It was. In general, DT cells, I always enjoy Murphy cells, yep. the crap of it. And then um, Pete Dunn deserves respect for DT cell because the best counter is a DT out of the bitter end. Mm-hmm. I remember Tyler Bates did that. I remember Gargano did that in the mm-hmm. five way that I love. Like, it's just, and he sells the crap out of every time. Murphy does it. Dunn does that. RVD. Roll- Rollins used to All-timer, sell it pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm. I, there's someone else I'm thinking who like didn't I feel like I think Fletcher sold the crap out of it in his he match. did he he did like, take he, one there was a couple of ETs where he just sold the crap out of it yes it works with Cassidy because you see because Cassidy like, hits like five of them in a match yeah and that just, doesn't even bother me I no, don't know what it is I I like the diving DT which is not my favorite move but he I like the diving DT in the tilt world DT yeah and it's like yeah as long as you get someone to sell the DT good which he has faced Murphy funny enough yeah um they can just sell the crap out of that so yeah this one was really nice um. Just got me thinking about some good DDT cells. <laughs> Always appreciated. Uh, that was followed up with a breach, beach break for a near fall. So Fox kicked out of that. That was cool. There was the modified Avalanche Spanish 5 from Fox for two where like Cassie's already on the ropes. 
um like on the corner and then fox is kind of like runs up he like does like this he like seated right legs yeah. off the, and then flips like i remember Callisto did that i think so wow um yeah so that's a callback. He's, he's coming to impact. I think it's for one of their awesome. I think it's for the like one of the. I think Chicago Heat. Like it's like one of the ones that's not televised, but they give it a name. He was actually cool in ring. Like yeah, um, one of their like live event ones, kind of like the Australian tour or the um Summer Sizzler. Like yeah, it's a thing they do, but it's not televised for some reason. Uh, it's yes, like, it's like a it's like their it's like house, a house show show, tour. but it's like I don't know. It's weird. It's like how WWE calls their house show stuff up i guess or two, yeah right but they always only do like the road to wrestlemania like there's I remember you, ones, your like, mom would be it. like there's tickets for wwe whatever whatever and i'd be like that's house show not that i care i enjoy house shows but no no she didn't know shows. the difference yeah, yeah. Well, she she wouldn't know she would not know. and then sometimes they do like the televised house shows like starcade or my favorite uh or starcade or roadblock that one time they did or you know my favorite one is what um the one that was on my birthday remember what it was called no smackville oh. really <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's solid that's awesome. i don't remember that uh i just remember watching it at paul's because it was on my birthday right and it had kofi and ziggler and i think samoa joe in the main event i don't know why i remember that Weird. um i just remember the name because it's awesome it's just that's such a great name it is um then there's a rolling thunder on the apron from fox that was kind of cool um then the finish came when it was kind of like a callback to earlier in the match he faked an orange punch so fox did like the kip up duck again but then yep. cassidy Grabbed his ankle, twisted a bit, then rolled him up in the mousetrap for the win. Yeah, it looked cool. Yeah, so I like that because it was kind of like circled back around. Then he kind of offered a handshake. Fox kind of took it and put the sunglasses on Fox. Fox took him off, broke the sunglasses, and blast Cassidy with the forearm. Then he's leaving kind of like, he's like distraught about it, kind of like like regretting what he did. And it's like kind of like, a, like it was just like kind of he's the moment angry outburst mm-hmm. kind of thing. Darby comes down, he's like shoving him kind of like, he's like, what, what was that? He keeps shouting, that was embarrassing. What the hell was that? And Fox was like, I heard him say that it was a mistake. Like you can yeah. see he's kind of like, it's not like him, which obviously they set up earlier, and you can just kind of tell. Like I thought Fox sold it pretty well. I, I like that, especially knowing how, knowing what happens later. I thought Fox sold it really good. Like kind of like the tease of like, obviously the turn, but like he made it seem like if he didn't turn, that yes. could have been totally fine. So you know what I mean? I like my. I didn't love Darby Allen's reaction to it, and I didn't love Fox's reaction to his reaction. If that makes sense, but I everything Darby up was to like, then, I was cool with. I thought Darby's reaction was fine. It was a little much, though. Like I don't know. It's like I don't. know. It made sense, but it was a little much. I feel like. Um, yes. And then Mox paradigm shifted Cassidy. Right, right. As payback. Um. He does. I, yeah, man. Cassidy just has like I was trying to quantify it or put it into words this incredible knack of like repeatedly creating an environment where you believe the challenger can win even though you know he can't right like ar fox isn't winning this match but we're i thought into fletcher it. had a good shot we're into it the it crowd's into the near falls right and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like it's just another really good match in a string of strong title defenses for cassidy and ar fox is a great choice for an opponent because you're going to get to, especially with Cassidy telling the story of being run down and injured, you can showcase a ton of cool offense, right? Against Cassidy right now, kind of like Darby Allen, same sort of yeah, vein. Yeah, Cassidy can be on the back pedal, and it's not like, it's not like, oh, you're making the champion look bad. No, and, or like, it's not Fox, like, it doesn't, it works, right? And Fox on offense is awesome. So this yeah. built into a really good match, and there was, same um, story. There's a bizarre lack of cutters, though. Cassidy has to find a way to win, right? This is the story they're telling, and I am still here for it. And uh, if this is a heel turn for Fox, uh, uh, again, at least it's something, right? I want 
them to put some energy into yeah. him because he deserves it. Mm. So I'm fine with which whatever. Which seems like doing. they are here, which I think um, that's cool. And I love Angry Mox. That was my only other comment. <laughs> yeah, he he was great. Yeah, that that was a funny little bit. I feel like there's not been a lot of uh, there's not been a lot of Mox mox uh cassie interactions ever i don't know i don't really i don't remember. recall any anything but he he storms down to a ring really believably that moxie yeah, kid I, I, lo- <laughs> I, I love that i was just we um i'm i'm looking forward to when uh g1's and they can pick up the kingston thread because when i was just gonna say eddie kingston's the other guy that makes me feel it when he walks just even walking to the ring he's like yeah you, you get something he, you off know of he's it. yeah um. Yeah. Another strong match from Cassie. Enjoyed this as I expected. Uh, Fox is great in the ring. He's unique. Uh, I figured it would be good, and it was a nice combination. I thought the finish was really cool too, because it kind of the Cassie learned from early in the match mm-hmm. and used it to dupe Fox. I thought that was really it cool was actually. Um. Again, not we said before, not true. Beats Cassie for the title, but it better be someone good if the ring keeps going this strong. It's honest. It's pretty surprising how well this has gone. Yep. He's been champion since um October twelfth. I was there. Arguably their top baby um, face. In yeah. the company right now, mm-hmm. right? Unless you want to count MJF as that, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I guess. I, I, it's weird because I I remember we were both kind of disappointed when Pac lost the belt. And it I was just, a really weird choice, but I think it's turned out far for the best. And I just thought there was a shelf life on Cassidy's character, but well, this is like a fresh. They found a way. A, way they freshened yeah, it up, right? Which is, I guess, like that's what you have to do, and they yep. found a way to do that. So I, I like, and it makes the title mean something too. Um, I personally would still like Jay White to take that, but and the bottom line, like he keeps having really happy. entertaining matches with everybody, mm-hmm. right? So I'd put him on. I'd throw Davis at him just to get Aussie Open on there again. Could um, be a could be a wrestler of the year candidate, kind of like Dax Harwood was for the mm-hmm. first half of the year mm-hmm. last year. I'm not sure who I pick, but Cassidy, I would I would ver- at the very least nominate absolutely him. nominate Cassidy. Yep, me too. Um, I'm not sure if he would get it, but like he would absolutely be in there. Yep um fox's bit post match was interesting i thought um it was like a heel term that seems to be like kind of heed the moment like yes which i like because it's sometimes people that happen sure right? that's a realistic thing like sometimes you just like poor judgment or like you just get pissed and you just do something right so i think that works and obviously having been spoiled beforehand and obviously now talking about it we know where it goes um but i like how they used the like first they i like how they used the pre-match package to p- paint fox in a really positive light right. make it why like He's a good guy, why he's someone to root for, right? And why he deserves the shot he's getting. And then they use this to set up some frustrations with, like, maybe losing or blowing another shot. And then also frustrations with Darby, because, like, maybe Darby's overreaction, which you're complaining about, is a a driving force for him, right? So I like how they set him up as why the turn could be shocking, because he's a good guy and also maybe some motivation there. Like, it's a really short build, but I think they did a good job on No, I like the way this went, too. Um, it's a nice like one-two punch of a setup, kind and of thing. I kind of like when there's a thread of a story throughout an episode. Yeah, like NXT used to do that, and they used to mm-hmm. do it well sometimes. Mm-hmm. And AEW's done that before too. I can't and think of any. Now NXT it. does it sometimes, and it's really irritating, <laughs> right? When it's oh yeah, Briggs like three, and Jensen, three-part segments, right? Or, but or remember the way always had like really weird. Yes, things. and I wasn't fully oh, on it board. It was they were and they were spying on Index. That's what it was. Right. Oh, in I hate Index. Ugh. But yeah, so I like when there's a, yeah. a storyline throughout. Yeah, and I think this one's done really well, and yep. it's nice to put it on a guy who couldn't happen to a better guy. I think probably I don't know. Yeah, good. For I him. like Fox, and he's due. And for I some like where it leaves shine. us as well. Yep, which we'll get there. Um, next we had a quick blood and guts recap package. That was a thing we saw. It is, and it was it, good. It was Coolio. It was. Um, Jericho and Cal's interviews next. Um, Cal says, and I quote, outpouring of interest. 
Nope. <laughs> um, Cal says they got to give the people a little something, and he has arranged a tag match for Jericho and Takesha. Hoo-hoo. And they could have the dream team for a tag match, get the creative juices flowing. He says the best part is they're facing Garcia and Guevara of Jazz next Great. week. Jericho seems a little peeved by that, but he agrees to it. Cal shares a painting of them in Bad News Island. It's in the style that Cal's Takeshita graphic that I yeah. love. I did find the um, the lady who did that. With I'm, Bad News Brown, like, over top of them, mm-hmm. sort of, right? And he's like, oh, that would somebody would want it. I'm wondering if she did this artwork, too. I wouldn't be surprised because it looks pretty similar. And mm-hmm. It's really it was cool. It's in the same style, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. I do not want Jericho joining the Cal's family and ruining everything for Takeshita. No. Not appealing whatsoever and doesn't seem like it would yield positive results at all. Um... I can only hope this tag match causes Jericho to not want to ditch Jazz, <laughs> like it has the reverse effect somehow, and they can go off and do whatever they want to do in their own orbit. Uh, while I'm on the anti-Jericho train, I did this before I put in my news. I've heard rumors of Osprey Jericho to all in. Please, for the love of God, no. You got it. If it's anything other than Omega Osprey finale, it's a horrible disappointment. Um, and also Dynamite 200 next week. Right. Woo-hoo. 200 already. Yeah, I thought... This is another Jericho story that's dragging on too long for me. It seems to be kind of his thing. And I do think Callus is great in this role. And I do, from his point of view, right, he's accomplishing two things. He's like bringing Jericho into the fold and teaming him with Takeshita while further driving a wedge between mm-hmm. Jericho and mm-hmm. the rest of his he, he loves, current faction. He loves splitting up them factions. So all of that is smart. And the painting was kind of funny. But again, like I just... I'm not super interested. The payoff is obviously Jericho's decision, and I'm not that interested in the payoff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it just, is what it is. That's exactly like it's. I'm half like don't care about this, and half you really don't I want, don't want yeah. what they they're selling me on. So it's like I don't. It just especially if that means like like if Jericho joining Cal somehow works its way to Jericho Osprey, that ruins Takeshita and osprey for me not it doesn't ruin osprey but it ruins something with osprey <laughs> yeah the point is it it, affect, it it affects two guys i very much enjoy this year true so yeah oh that reminds me to catch stuff for rising star hmm? yeah probably uh hopefully yeah because i feel like last he year we stays st- on this i feel path. like last year we said almost and then yes said maybe next year and i mean he's getting saying. attention at least um then there's a brief hook vignette um that i thought was really very cool. brief um, he was sitting. He like went to a, a bench waiting for the subway. He sat on there, and he's got his backpack and the FTW title. Then the train passes by. He's sitting there with no title, and then the train passes by again. Now he's not there, and the and his logo's on the wall. Um, it was really simple and short and on brand for Hook, but I thought it was really cool, just because I thought I don't know. It just it was cool to me. Me too. It was it maybe was really less than a minute. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like it was basically nothing. But so no dialogue. But I don't think it was nothing because to me they got across probably three things. One his respect for the title because he actually has it sitting beside him almost like it's a person, right? When he's sitting there. Two, mm-hmm. kind of got over his sense of loss without having the title. He looks like he's all lonely sitting there, right? And three, when he's gone, it's like he's going to do something about it, right? So I thought okay. they communicated a whole hell of a lot. Well, if that's the way they're going, I like it a lot right? more. Like, it was cool on the surface. Here I am with it beside me. Like uh, it's a person okay. getting its own seat. Okay. And then it's gone. And now I'm gone to do something about it. So right. I thought this was super, especially for like a that. character that doesn't speak really. Yeah. I thought this was a really cool, like 45 seconds or whatever. It did yeah. a lot. I thought it was really neat. That's a good way to put it, actually. Um, next, we get a quick Blackpool promo backstage. Um, Claudio says he has a PSA not to play with fire and not to mess with the Blackpool uh combat club he says to pack or 
bastard. Um, <laughs> Always. After what he pulled up blood and guts and his beating at death before his honor, if he thinks it's the beginning, he's sorely mistaken. Mox comes in and says uh, they tried to flex their muscles when he wasn't in the room. He says if anyone else thinks there's something, he warns them to stay in their lane. He tells best friends and Lucha Bros they're playing with explosives and they'll pay for Pac's mistakes. Yeah, I thought um, Claudio was sounding pretty ordinary, and then I thought Mox came in and kind of... I thought Claudio sounded good for someone who's typically not great. Yeah, and then Mox took it to another level, right? And I, I told you, I've heard some people saying, like, this is BCC heading for a, a baby face turn As because if. they were the ones that, yes, they lost, but they were outnumbered and people abandoned them, and this promo does no, not make it seem they're, like they're, that's They're a the bunch case. of bully pricks, right. and I think... It's not because they're not face turning. It's just Pac left because he's a bastard. And, and Callus is Callus, and, and goes, Callus is a weasel. So he took out to catch. We're down one person. Another one's handcuffed. Right? Like, let's get out of here. Yeah. So it's like I don't think it's at all. Face this turn. promo clearly nor, was nor not. what I wanted to be because no. heel Black Bull is a masterstroke. Right. Um, I thought Mox is great. Obviously, um, I always enjoy what he has to say, and I love Death Triangle. But I'll be a little disappointed if it means no ba- no more bastard pack. Heel pack is bastard pack. Let's be honest. He's always a bastard, but. True bastard is heel pack. Um, I think like I I love the triangle, so like it'll be okay. I hope we get heel pack eventually though. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the way Claudio just refers to him as bastard. It just makes me chuckle. Um, and while I want heel pack back, I'm I I may be able to wait for uh the bastard um until after we get some death triangle Blackpool action. I'm I, that may be acceptable. Yep. I, I may be okay with that. Just just saying that that I, I would not be opposed. No, me either. Uh, next we hear from uh Jungle. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so Jack Perry came out. He had a I beat hook shirt, and he was wearing orange shorts. Week two of the music. How do you feel? I'm no. still not fully on board. I feel not. like it might wear me down, though. It'll like, it'll wear me down to the point where I don't care, not to the point where I like it. So far, I don't think it suits him, but maybe that's the point. I don't know. But if okay. Right? But, is that one of those no, things? But, like, haha, it doesn't suit him because he doesn't want you to like him. No, but here's the thing. Like, if it's a song, if you want to go with a song that doesn't fit him, I would have just kept him with Tarzan Boy. You could. Because that doesn't fit him now either. And that would way be way more ironically funny to me than having a Beethoven symphony. But they don't want people dancing and waving around. That would be funny, though. It depends. If he were equipped to handle it as a heel, maybe, but I don't think he is, being his first real heel run. He could manage. I He's kind of really struggling a bit as it is. I think it'd be funny. Um, so Jack Perry, uh, he's here. Uh, he said that Hook realized he can't hang with the big boys and went on a train to nowhere. Um, he said when he was going to win a championship, he didn't mean this one. Um, <laughs> I, I like that part I, I, where he's like, I don't really count this as a title. He's he, he's got a belt, but I wouldn't count it either. Yeah, I'd like to. Uh, he blasted the title, said that it matters now because he's holding it, which I that, sure, uh, I don't think that's ever gonna change. Um, Jack said that he would run circles over Taz and all of his dirtbag friends back in the day. Then that prompts up Jerry Lynn for some reason because uh, he's one of those guys, I guess, from ECW back know, in its heyday, like... and he's backstage and he's feeling froggy, I as guess. they say. I uh, called him Jungle, which was really weird. Yeah. Uh, and he said he's Jack Perry now, so yeah, that's weird. Uh, Lynn said he doesn't care what he calls himself, and he said in ECW they paved the way for this generation. He said without ECW there would never have been a Jungle Boy. That's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, I, I don't love ECW. Don't get me wrong, but like he said, if Jack keeps running his mouth, he'll get his ass kicked. And Jack said he's like, who's gonna kick my ass? Lynn dropped the microphone and really just like 
really making a song and dance out of it. Uh, then he said they can do this on his time and do it next week and see who gets their ass kicked. So what's the payoff here? They're going face-to-face next week, even though they're face-to-face here. The face-to-face doesn't mean a match, right? No, because I don't think they're going to have Jerry Lynn wrestling. And Jerry Lynn was awesome in his day, don't get me wrong. I would actually get recommend you go and watch some prime Jerry Lynn stuff, because in ring, he was like unbelievable, just not super interesting ever in any other capacity, unfortunately. But anyways, I think... I'm going to try and call him Perry. I actually put it in my notes instead of Jungle Boy. I think right now for me, he's more believable as a heel in the ring when he's wrestling than he is on the mic. But I did like his shots at the FTW title because this is supposed to be the year of gold. And I like that he's like, I don't really count this. I thought he did sound better when directly addressing Taz and Jerry Lynn. But I don't. I like the shots of Taz. I don't really have any desire for Jerry Lynn on screen. I don't think we need to find ways to put him on screen but i'm hoping it's really quick and if it helps establish um perry as a heel then i guess it'll be worth it but so far i'm not sure what payoff there's going to be that works but i guess i can trust them to do something mm-hmm. yeah um i don't know it this is kind of weird for me i'm gonna i kind of agree with you um i'm not sure how to feel about it i thought jack sounded perfectly fine um before the jerry Lynn walkout and i like all the shots of taz I'm kind of confused with the whole point of the Jerry Lynn thing. I get like him taking shots at ECW and the FCW title because Taz, like Taz, made the title. He's with ECW. That that's all fine and dandy for me, and that makes sense, right? And in the moment, I was like, "What are we building to a match with Taz? Like, where are we going? Uh, that would What's make the more sense for me, even though I don't want that either. Um, but I don't get why it turned into a thing with Lynn. Now they're having a thing next week. Like, why? It doesn't seem like something we need to be seeing or something that would benefit the new. The, he's still newly healed, uh, Jack Perry. He is. Um, also, Lynn referring to him simply as Jungle was very weird. I feel like that's maybe what they call him backstage or whatever, and that was supposed to be like a peek behind the curtain kind of thing. Uh, I don't maybe. know. I don't know. Uh, next, we got a Britt Baker interview. Uh, she reminds us she's a former champion. She's the face of the division. She says she was a little surprised when Ty called her out, but she's happy she did for her first time match against someone she does respect. I would disagree at this point. Um, she says Ty wants to swim with the Sharks, and she said something else, and she said TBS is the Brit show. Yeah, I, we talked about it while we were watching it. Like, Brit is always fine on the mic, but I just miss Heel Baker, who was just edgy and ripping people apart. I just miss that Brit Baker so much mm-hmm. that I'm not happy with anything else, even though yeah, she's she totally always fine. had some good, like, zingers, just like kind of off the cuff kind of deal. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. It does suck. That's not really. She's suffered a lot with their poor booking of this division, simply just not having enough time to include her or choosing to include her or feeling well, like... Well, she because when she was on top, she was on And maybe top. that's the thing. They feel it's somebody else's turn. But when she was on top, that's when that division was... At least she was super interesting all the time, right? But she's suffering from the way they choose to to run their women's division unfortunately yeah like it's not not a new opinion for me on this show for sure i think they need to like i don't know maybe they do convert rampage because it would like i think converting dark would would have been like too low of a spotlight so maybe you'd make rampage a women's show i don't know but keep keep some still on dynamite and collision i don't want it exclusive anywhere right but like I don't know, I don't know. I'm just you gotta do something. Maybe don't do that. Maybe that's not a good idea. I don't know. But you gotta do something. I agree. Cause I'd really like. It's just yeah. When Baker was on top, that the women's division was perfectly solid, and I thought like 
something like Ty Conti had potential back in those days. We liked Thunder Rosa um, at the time. We liked Thunder Rosa at the we time. Love, we love Deeb. Um, we love Deeb. Nyla Sheeta was still good. She and like, I don't know, like Baker, like she's still good, but like, yeah, when she's, I mean, and I don't think it's because like, I'm not saying she's one of those people where like if she's not in the spotlight, she's not good. I'm saying like, and I think this is what you're saying as well, like. If she's not in the spotlight, they're not going to... They can't do much with her. And, and if it's, she's it's not... Through no fault of her own, because I guarantee if they give her something meaningful to do that's not exactly. the top title, she'd be perfectly fine. She's not. She doesn't have an important opponent, it doesn't the feel like. The last thing she did was Soraya, and we didn't like her. So. Right? Because she can cut an awesome promo on people, but it has to be has to be something there for her to do that, right? Right. So, exactly. I don't know. She's been kind of drifting a little mm-hmm. bit, and I don't like it because yeah. she's cool. Yeah, I kind of agree. Like, it's perfectly fine, but it doesn't compare to Heel Baker. No. And I don't think we're going to get that for a while because the outcasts are kind of the top heel spot in the division. And for some reason, I don't know, do the general like public like them? I don't understand. Yeah, I'd like Is the to... feedback good about them. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, we won't we won't Not get a lot us. of <laughs> we won't get a lot of comments of it. If anyone ha- wants to like if you like give me the outcasts, some, let me know. Yeah, if you have any sort of positive feedback on the outcast in at all. I'd be interested to know. So mostly Ghost Jam and Kevin. We hear from you all the time. I was thinking Ghost Jam, yeah. yeah. If you I've, have I've, an opinion. If you got an opinion on the outcast, I would know. like to hear it. Love I will to. either praise you highly or I will vehemently <laughs> disagree with you. Right. Uh, but that's there's, fine. There's only two options. You can disagree. Uh, yeah. And so next we got Pack versus Gravity, the long-awaited showdown. Uh, will Gravity finally remember? And I thought Pac might have said, "Did you forget me?" When they were, because they were having a little conversation. Yeah, before at the, the beginning, match. um, Excalibur made reference to the Neville nickname, which I love. Um, let's not forget uh, for anyone who does forget, though, uh, the man that Gravity forgot. Uh, gotta love that. And Pax is the Gravity. Did you forget me? Yeah, and so that that was nice. <laughs> I, that was the funny part when this match was booked. I like that they actually did acknowledge it here. That's that's a that's a funny little thing. Um. There's a nice form and then a dropkick from Gravity. Um, he did like this, like splash on the outside from like he rebounded off the ropes and he did like the plank landing. It looked really yeah, with funny. his arms just dead at his side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really funny. Um, Pack was like face washing him in the corner with his hand a couple times. And he just kept shouting, "Forget me not," yep. which I really liked. Um, and then Pack did like his really fast, uh, thrust kicks with the chest kick and then so the, fast. the single like dropkick. Uh, and then the finish was the avalanche brainbuster. Uh, followed by the submission in the brutalizer. Pro- one of my favorite possible combinations. I love Pack so much, and that brainbuster looks awesome, mm-hmm. and the brutalizer right into it looks great. Um, the match was pretty cool, but I, like my complaint is, this was ninety percent gravity, right? And I want Pac- that was that was kind of my thing as well. I want Pack to be important, and I want him to get attention, and I don't think giving 90% of a match to a brand new guy, even though the new guy looked good, is the move I would yeah. make. So it was kind of like, if you want to schedule a match to showcase gravity, does this have to be the opponent? Yeah, I thought it was good right? and he had some cool stuff. I agree. But like that was my only complaint in the match was that like Pac kind of fell on the back pedal a little much. Really? And like, did. and like it did give gravity time to shine, but I don't think it should have come like this much at the cost of Agreed. Pac. And the, the, he won Pac, that is won super convincingly, which is cool. But again, like it was like he just took a beating and then brainbuster brutalizer over. Mm-hmm. So again, if you want to showcase gravity, great. But I'm not sure this is the match I would choose for mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But it was good. I like agree. gravity looked cool. Yeah. And the yeah, the finishing combo was really cool. And I had like the gravity Neville. Yes. Acknowledged that amused me 
that, that and they acknowledged nice. it, which was mm-hmm. nice. There was the really good Excalibur call. I don't think it was this match. I think it was. It might have been the Swerve match. He said something really interesting. That yes, and you didn't make a note of it, or did you? I, th- I think I know you did. I did. I think yes, you said it's okay. Worth it noting. wasn't the Swerve match. Yeah, it was okay. I just I looked in my notes. It was. So I'll mention later. It just reminded me. Um. So next we get a. Uh, there was a recap of Cole and Jeff winning last week of the double clothesline. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we we cut to an interview with them and Renee. Um. From last week after the match, shown to us this week. Right. Um, and so MJF said he liked FTR better when they were his lackeys. Um, he mocked the look of FTR while he imitated Dax Harwood. He said he'll punch Dax so hard in the face that he'll spit out CM Punk's jock strap. That was a pretty savage <laughs> line, I thought. Um, and he mocked him, like, talking about the pro wrestling and his, and his eight-year-old daughter. Uh, they did their catchphrase in that. Um, he said that this has been, um, he said it was about gold, or Cole said this was, this was about gold, but now it's kind of been about their friendship. And he never thought they'd become good friends. He said he was just handing MJF the title last week, and he says MJF's becoming one of his best friends. And then MJF shockingly said, uh, "When loser draw, he'll give Cole a title match." They say a rematch for the title, but technically Cole never had a title match. Yeah, okay? that was a bit surprising. Just because it adds another like wrinkle. I'm interested though. Me I like too. I, uh, there's layers to it, right? Which uh-huh. I thought was cool. Uh, Cole was surprised. Then Roddy came in. I uh, shoved uh, MJF. <laughs> and I saw that look in your eyes. Um, he said, uh, he can't trust MJF. MJF called him a default call, which is pretty funny. Um, that's a creator wrestler. And I, I love the shots at Roddy. It's so, it's so mean, but it's funny. I like that he keeps just showing up like a few seconds too late to do anything, right? Like he wants to stop stuff, but he's just there a he's few just seconds late. Late I don't know what day. he's doing, but no. he's getting there too late. It's, yeah. it's the knack. He, he's limping. Could you know? be. Could be. Um, Cole told MJF to leave so he could talk to Strong. And he said he loves him like a brother and would do anything for him, but he, he has other friends and he's, he's like pushing him away or whatever. Uh, and he tried to talk to Cole, but Cole left and he said Cole's making a mistake. Yeah, I like this. I thought MJF mimicking Dax was funny. The line about Punk's jockstrap was funny. <laughs> and then you had the more straightforward, serious, old school promo from FTR, which works really well. And I thought the layout was smart, right? You have MJF ripping the opponents and then Cole is being like, building the bond between himself just like gushing over mjf right so and again we all know what's coming or we think we know what's coming but like you, you can't you know me you can't help being entertained by these interactions mm, and yeah. i got the shirt coming and mm. Ro- you do one of your birthday presents and roddy's role right like is he right is he jealous and overreacting is it somewhere in between i it's- think i would i would think it's somewhere in between i think because we know how mjf is right so i think you definitely have to at least think that Roddy's speaking for he's us. He's right, basically. Right, yeah, or at least you should be. Yes. right, and theoretically, and I think he's like he's definitely just get there a bit sooner though. Right, he's he's right in some degree. Maybe it is some jealousy too. I think I think it being a bit of both would make sense. But it's cool because it's stuff to think about in mm. wrestling, and I like that. Mm. Yeah, and like you said, there's a lot of layers to this. I like him giving a title shot is really interesting because he said win, lose, or draw. So there's not a lot of wiggle room there unless he goes back on his word. But right. like. If he's sticking to his word, there's no, it's not like if we win, I'll give you a title shot. Oh, we lost. Right. You know, there's not, there's none of that. Um, but I enjoyed this a lot again. I thought this was back to one of their really good segments. Mm-hmm. Um, MJ was really funny. I, I loved um when he took a shot at Cash's mullet. Yeah. He said, like, really brave to have a mullet yep. in uh, 2023. 2023. Which is especially funny because um, my good friend may or may not be rocking a mullet yes, in 2023. He is. So that makes me, a lot of people laugh, around here are, made me laugh really, really hard. Nice. Um, the Dax impression was pretty funny, and I enjoyed the Pinnacle references, references too. Gotta love a callback. 
Um, and it's really interesting how Cole's come around on this, like, full force. I'm not sure where it'll go after the tag time match, because, like, I'm wondering if they'll split then, or they'll split a little after, or, like, I don't know. It's just, it's, like, they have to split, right? But, like, you don't know when. Like, you could make an argument for being the tag time match, but you could also make an argument for them lasting after And that. I could also see it being something where they're even changing original plans, because they're like, damn, this is working. Like, this is it clicking, is, and yeah. people love it, so let's drag it out yeah. a little. Who I'm knows? I'm okay with that, especially with the uh, Elite Blackpool done. Yeah. Um, I, there's, an, there's a void in my life for a interesting long-term storyline, so I'll, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, I'm, going through, I'm going through the post-Faction uh, Wars withdrawal. Right. Um, I'm wondering if they'll face off, like, because obviously, so if they do the title match, right, which I'm assuming, like, with MJ making that promise, they're going to do that. So I'm wondering if they'll face off still as friends, like, without a turn happening yet, or if, obviously, they'll do a turn and they get a full feud. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I could see them having a title match where they're still, like, friends, which I think Or the turn happens to end that match, and they get one more Perhaps, with Yeah, like, MJF cheats blood. and Cole feels a, a betrayed or something right. like that. Could be. Um, wherever this goes, I'm all for it. Um, I may enjoy this program. Um, I think this might be a like once it turns into a world title feud. I think it's a better program than the one with Anderson. I think that was really good too. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, with Anderson going through like all the hoops to, um, to face MJF in the Iron Man match was great. But I think this is um might be a better program when it's all said and done. Um, the title match should be sweet too because we already got a great match with them, right? Um, but I'll be quite sad when they do split, even though it's inevitable. Um. And I thought it was interesting how Cole was kind of pushing Roddy away here. And, like, it almost le- seemed like he's slowly inching towards being more friendly with MJF than he is with Roddy. Yeah. Like, the kind of role reversal is really interesting. So that'll be an interesting factor when the split happens where mm-hmm. Roddy is going to be there. Because, obviously, like, there's got to be, like, a huge degree of I told you so. Yes, and coming. see, he is an ass. But, yeah. like, there's also... Th- he, he obviously really cares about Cole. So there's obviously going to be, like, the support right so it'll i don't know it'll be interesting it um, will and then i think we followed up with a really strong one as well uh with ftr interview and also from last week um so cash said he respected cole and like he said nice things about cole but he doesn't like mjf uh, he was trashing him for how he was to them when they were in the pinnacle and dax said he also likes cole but he won't let cole beat him again since cole beat him in the owen hart turn last year which Good i like that callback he said this is real life to him and he thinks it's hilarious that mjf makes a mockery of tag team wrestling um on july 29th at collision uh they'll have a fight he says i'm gonna beat the you know what out of him um harwood said uh he'll rip mjf's eyes out um if he mentioned his family which he did he did uh he said they'll be coming (laughs) talk guys out i just saw a funny post like that that murphy uh extracted alistair black's eye and he's still selling it Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. With the contact. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought this was really good as well. I thought Cash sounded pretty good here because usually Dax is the stronger one on the mic, and I think he still killed it. But I really enjoyed like Cash just being straightforward about yep. MJF while still respecting Cole. Like, it was just, I thought that really worked for me. And I thought Dax uh, was great once again. I like how he brought it back to the respect of tag team wrestling. Me too. And how they've kind of, like, from their perspective, they made a mockery of it because obviously it's really entertaining it, and amusing for us but it's a very ftr thing to not like that. super on brand for them right and so i really like that because it, it just feels like them. that was my favorite part mm-hmm. and real or not like I, I feel like they do kind of feel that way to an extent but obviously like character wise it's super on brand right and i like how he made reference to losing to cole in last year's tournament yep. um because i'd that's forgotten obviously a good reference um i remember now that you mentioned it i didn't really remember but I'd, it does it, it clicked in my brain now and um it was also kind of cool how he was, like, saying, like, if you mention my daughter, if you mention uh, my wife, because obviously, like, 
he doesn't know that MJF said it, but he he knows he said it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he doesn't actually. Although know. there's a bit of a continuity issue there because he did say that he already knew MJF mocked his voice and stuff. So uh, he knew he did true. that, but then he didn't know he said anything about his family. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe I, it was maybe, just he assumed he did maybe, it. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, Perhaps, but um, I think yeah, and I enjoyed uh, their hatred of MJF that tracks. Yep, I, anyone who and family. I like that it's like all that stuff because my note was too that I really like the whole um, you're making a mockery of tag team wrestling, but also I like that like we don't have really have a problem with you, Cole, but we hate MJF so much that you're just going to be collateral damage. So yeah, I really like that. Like you're yeah. going to take a beating too because you're aligning yourself with this guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. nothing personal, but yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I think that was a really nice like pair of segments back yep. to back. I really enjoyed those. Me as, too. Like, a whole. Uh, next we get to probably my highlight of the show, just going from strength to strength. Oh, here. match um, of the night, yeah, for yeah. sure. Swerve Strickland versus Darby Allen once again, and um, Prince Nana dancing along to Swerve's theme was way funnier than it had any right. Nana to be. is awesome. <laughs> just like the way he always was, like, has been. He was doing like the. The driving wheel like dance thing is it was it was really funny. And it I was... just enjoy his whole thing. It's always been like he's just a super rich dude, so he just surrounds himself with like a a stable basically, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. very old school. I mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. Simple. He <laughs> was really funny. Yeah, he was grooving just for no reason. Yeah, he, he he was enjoying life here, and I L-I-V-I-N. respect it. He was to he quote was our survivor L I V I N. Yeah, and I respect it. He 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 was he was happy here. I, Who was it, that? Cody. It was Cody, Cody, our boy Cody. I, I'm pretty sure. He, dare I say he had a mullet? Uh, he kind of did. did. Yeah, I, I would say so. We haven't finished the new or season. Of, we haven't finished the new no, season. No, we didn't watch the. Final. We we gotta get back on yeah. that. I've honestly forgot. Yeah. Um, but not Nana was living his best life here. He was he happy, was. and it admittedly it made me happy. I enjoyed it very much. Um, it was worth noting. Um, some notables from the match itself besides Nana's dancing. Uh, there's a code red on the outside from Darby. He rolled Swerve in the ring for a two count. Move the steel stairs to ringside. Then Swerve just did my favorite thing. Uh, he sent Darby uh, towards the steps. Darby jumped over to avoid it. Then he ran up the steps and k- jumped off to drill Darby with a house. Funny, just... I used the word drilled as I, well. You said it. That's you said it in the moment. That's yeah. why I used it. I was like, that's that's I also have drilled the house call I off just, the steps. I, it's, I say it every time, but like it's so good when he nails it. It just it, it makes good. me happy. It's such a simple move, but like. Kick finishers just hit sometimes, you know. It's, he he nails it, yeah. Malachi Black, you yep. know. Uh, good Claymore, I'm always there for. Um, and house call is just it makes me happy. I I, I enjoy a good house call. <laughs> you it's, do. It's, That's two weeks I, in a row of the praise for the house. I call. I enjoy it too much. No, it was the it was a couple weeks ago. Oh. But it was the, it was the Nick Wayne one because he killed him. With he that, did. Let's be honest. He he drilled him. Um, there was a roll through flat liner from Swerve, then a really smooth transition to a suplex or two because that's how he do. He does. Um, there's a fast series of roll up counters. Um, sort of being kicked out of the Last Supper. Um, that, so I thought that was that a was nice really cool. Like, fast. And then this is the thing Excalibur said that I thought was really interesting. Actually, was Excalibur made the point of every time Darby's being Swerve in AEW, it's been with the Last Supper. Pick. Right. So Swerve getting out of that is actually really interesting. And I thought that was a really cool bit. So yeah, it was already cool, and then Excalibur really like right. Drove you, it home. you even noted that like it's yeah. interesting. Like it's a pretty protected that, that's finish. A, yeah, that's a frequent finish for darby and it's it's a good pin so i think it makes sense but yeah i really like excalibur adding that because like even for hardcore fans like us that's not something i would pay attention to or remember right so i really like that actually i think that's a really cool tidbit to have um then they um 
Darby speared Swerve off the apron. Uh, Swerve, or sorry, Darby didn't land too hot there. I know, Darby he, like, almost dies on an apron died, spear yeah. to the floor. And that was the ending spot of the Royal Rampage, the Battle Royal, which I think that's a cool, like, obviously it's dangerous, but I think that's a really cool spot to end the Battle Royal because Darby obviously doesn't He's take, not eliminated, He can't right? take an elimination there. So I think that's a, uh, that was really cool. Um, then Darby went for a suicide dive later on, but sort of counters, he just killed him with an anti-air knee. That was brutal. And the camera was perfect too. Cause it was, it, it looks so brutal. He just came flying in from out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Sort of just killed him with a knee. We, we rewound that like twice. Yep. I got a couple of rewinds and that was absolutely gnarly. I just, that was, that's one of those things where I just can't help but audibly react. Like that is just, there was like, ooh. that's in my notes. There was probably three or four times that got instant reactions from us. Yeah, I think what was in the a, house called match. this and the Death Valley the, Driver, which will come. Which yeah, the coming thing up. coming up here, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a swerve stomp for near fall, which is also interesting because that's a typical match ender for him, or at least around there, I guess. Yeah, has been. Um, swerve, uh, he had Darby on his shoulder looking for some avalanche move, but Darby had like a super popover stunner, which was kind of cool. And uh, then later on, there was the avalanche Death Valley Driver on the apron. It looked nice. That was pretty cool. Yeah, He, he came great. down hard on there. Um, Darby uh, nearly beat the count back in the ring, but while not on distract, he was distracting the ref. Um, someone I do use that in air <laughs> quotes. Uh, pulls Darby out, sends him in the ring post, rolls him back in, then Swerve uh, nails him with a JML driver that looked pretty nice. Yep. Uh, and to pick up the win, and the the person was AR Fox. It was oh. AR Fox. He's back. Uh, he attacks uh, Dabby, Dabby. Mm-hmm. I forgot the R apparently. Uh, he talks him further. Uh, Nick Wayne tries to help Darby, but uh, and he attacks Fox, and he's he's going after Swerve. And Fox takes him with the skateboard, mm-hmm. and uh, Fox is in the mobile embassy. Very nice. I kind of like that fit. We talked. About I like it. that. And one of the things I was thinking like is because I don't know. I do like Swerve having a faction, um, but obviously the mogul affiliates were not the thing because I just don't think like Trench and. Parker Bujo ever really fit him. They just never really fit him. And, and they I can't really I, wrestle. So that's they can't limit. wrestle. And I just don't think look wise or just they just never stylistically fit him. And I think the embassy, they're a great faction. And I like Nana. I love Cage. Um more so when he hits the drill claw, but mm-hmm. I love him anyways. And I think Gates of Agony are pretty cool. But they I do too. I like they them. don't fit Swerve entirely. I think they're fine all as a unit, but like it, there's a lot better fits for Swerve, and I think Fox is that. Yeah. I think if we're going to build a faction around Swerve, Fox is someone I would put in there. Khan, Leona, Cage, Boudreaux, Trench, not so much. You yeah. know? Nana, even, yeah. Yeah. Nana would, like, obviously Swerve doesn't need a mouthpiece, but Nana would fit in the fact- a faction with Swerve. Yeah. And Fox is, I like, I'm just saying, Fox is a good addition. He is. Uh, I thought this match was awesome. Another really great TV match. And just like I said, numerous moments where. We reacted and rewound stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, Swerve's just amazing to watch, right? And I put this on my list. We we always notice the way he moves in between moves is different from other people. He's so and smooth, just yeah. fluid and smooth. He's, he's so satisfying to watch. He's one of those guys that's just he is. Sa- satisfying is the word. And right? if you have a really cool offensive move set and you want to showcase it, there is Swerve's no better good, opponent selling, yeah. than Darby Allen, right? So... Some incredible back and forth action. I thought this was terrific. And then obviously the finish um, furthers the Allen AR Fox thing and then adds Fox joining in with Swerve, which is all cool stuff. So very nice. Um, I thought this match was awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah, I, I thought this was really awesome. Uh, it was a fantastic TV match. I thought the chemistry with these guys is unreal. Like they could just run it back next week and I would not 
give one iota. Yep. I would not care at all. Uh, they just work so well together. It's super good every time. Uh, might, it might be recency bias, but this might be their best match they've had in AEW yet. I just really enjo- found myself enjoying this one. And yeah, all, all the, all I the think audible reactions are obviously like a good sign because that's a sound of a cool spot. Like the house call up the stairs was awesome because I love that move. It looks way too good every time. Um, and uh, Swerve Captain the Sith's head dive with the knee was absolutely gnarly. I mean, I love when uh, Sammy catches it with a cutter, but I this might be better. Yep. Uh, that got a couple of rewinds. Uh, the spear off the apron was scary, and the DVD was brutal uh, for different reasons, obviously. Um, I think this match is another example of why Swerve is world champ material. Yes. I think, like, and I've seen a couple other people say that in posts. Like, I've seen... Uh, uh, I've seen a couple of posts of that, and I think like it's He's starting to go around. I think it's just a matter of timing. Really. Top heel material. Yeah, uh, we've absolutely. been saying it for months and months. Absolutely, I think it's just a matter of timing, right? Because I don't think obviously right now with the M- MJF being the champ, obviously a babyface needs to dethrone th- him, and especially right now with Adam Cole thing. Obviously, the timing's not right, but I think it's just a matter of time for Swerve because I yep. think if once the right time comes, I think he absolutely deserves it. Um, and if he gets the title someday, you build a storyline around a match like this, which should be easy. And you have an easy money title program right here. Darby already proved he can hang in a top title feud because I love some of his promo work in the Four Pillars program. Um, some people didn't love that feud in general, but I thought it was pretty good. And I, especially in a couple of the promos, I thought Darby sounded fantastic. So I thought I think these guys could have a top title feud someday, and I would I would love it. Me too. I'd be um, fine with it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, um, aside from that, the finish was great too. I thought um, the Jamal driver looked sweet, but also because I think the A.R. Fox interference is very intriguing. Um, with this history with not only Darby but also Swerve, it's a lot of there's a lot of interesting things at play here. Yep. Um, I really enjoy how like they set it up with the package at the start to show us like their history and also how he's a great guy and then his turmoil after the match. Like like I said earlier, it's all a really nice setup to kind of this payoff here and. It is kind of a short, but this is like this is short term storytelling done right because there there is a right way to short circuit things, right? Well, and like it plays off of all due respect history. to Ar Fox, he's not a guy they're gonna spend weeks and weeks developing no, so a storyline right? for. So for mm-hmm. mo- like more minor guys, this is this is really well done. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. I think it's like a really great like one show kind of. Yep, and it's a nice payoff too, just like all done in one two hour block or less than obviously, but same difference um and it's something i'm really interested in going into next week which i think is a great thing to say for an episode of weekly tv like mm-hmm. you want something really interesting that i'm gonna want to see next week will i watch it live probably not because we uh, don't we'll do probably that. forget and you'll probably be taking them to basketball or something Could however be. it's still something i'm really looking forward to and i think regardless <laughs> it's that's a good thing. That's something you want, right, on weekly TV. Taking him to basketball. He's just referred to in the third person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> him. <laughs> but he's not him. He is him. He's not him. He would him. say he is him. He's not him. <laughs> not like that. Not like that. Um, but yeah, so I'm interested to see what Fox has to say. And um I'm I really like this. I think Me too. I want Swerve to break away from the embassy. Sorry, Nana, he won't be able to dance anymore, but I want Swerve to re form the mogul affiliates leave them on their own you get one more person you have swerve fox and someone fitting i think that's a great trio big Again. bill enforcer no no good <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> no <laughs> if anything it seems like big bill's gonna join the embassy yeah maybe he's still um kicking around with lee moriarty though i think yeah i saw them too which is weird because no more from man the firm oh <laughs> 
R.I.P. I guess I don't know. Honestly, I think we I respect the firm just simply because that's ironically when Ethan Page actually got pushed because now did. the guns have ended up better off and Page Moriarty, is with Isaiah Cassidy, Moriarty and Big Bill have honestly and like they've stayed pretty much the same. Yeah, so they they were unaffected. The guns have benefited from getting out, getting out because they got the tag titles and now they're with Jay White. Um, and Ethan Page just went down. Yep. Um, but anyways, um, back to the point. I thought this match was great. I thought the turn is really interesting. Um, all around, I think it was a great piece of television. It was good. I think like, would you say this is like the middle block? Like, cause this and the two segments before this yeah. are fantastic. Probably somewhere just after halfway, mm. maybe. I think that's a fantastic block here. The Colum JF, FTR, and then this. That's just a really nice block there. Uh, very enjoyable. Um, then we're gonna stop that. For a little bit, actually, yeah. For a decent Things bit, we're, turn. we're, we're going to stop that. Uh, Jazz confront Jericho. Uh, they're outside his locker room. Uh, you got Anna JAS uh, 2.0 and pregnant Ty Mello. Or, oh, yeah, Ty Mello. That's weird. Oh, I forgot she changed her name. Ugh. Gross. Okay. <laughs> uh, 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 Jericho asks how everything's going. Um, Ty said that the baby is great, uh, but wonder uh, what's going on with Jericho. Uh, her baby's not interracial, so I don't care. Okay. Uh, Parker said that baby. The racism's already been ended. So. Yeah, the the racism's already ended. So you tell me why I should care about this. What what's this baby? It could be? end homophobia, I guess, or something somehow. I don't know. End sexism, I guess. Homophobia. That's good. Yeah, like well, okay, wait. So this is gonna be a really weird thing to say, but like, so th- theoretically, if a ha- if a mixed baby is the baby to end racism. What would be the baby to end homophobia? Would it be, have to be like the baby like I don't think it applies to them, but like it would be if could end transphobia if one of the parents were trans, I guess. I guess so, yeah. Or like I don't right, because it's like mixed. It's like if if someone if a a straight person or like hetero or whatever it is can have a baby with a trans person, then like you know it'll be it like, the, I'm trying those. to do the Cody pro yes. promo, but like you know what I'm saying. So I guess it has to be something like that. Yeah. So yes. like I mean then we need, I don't know how would you do a, a baby to end sexism? You do like I don't know how that works because like I don't either. I don't know. It's funny. Anyways, um, Parker said uh, that the crew means the world to him and to all of them. Uh, and he said he wasn't sure what the group means to Jericho anymore. He said that Jericho's being selfish and she's not sure Jericho. She, she said we spend all this time appreciating you, but I'm not sure you appreciate Ugh. us. They sounded oh, really bad. Uh, Jay said that, like Jake said, they can't give him 100%. Uh, Menard told him to figure it out. Uh, they were looking at the painting, too. Um, all right. I had to say was, this is fine. Still don't want this. Conti sounded really bad. I thought she and uh, Jay sounded whatever. bad. I thought Conti was worse. And it's just more time and resources going into a decision yeah. and a story I'm not into. Again. I don't want, or I don't care. Not much to say. Yeah, um, and I think it's, I feel like uh, when Ty Conti was more on the forefront she didn't sound as bad but she was really bad here. this was rough mm-hmm. yeah i miss good ty conti it sucks too. she we thought she, she was poised to be a big she deal showed great promise back she really in the day. improved a lot and yeah, then plateaued. she had some cool matches she had some really cool offense i thought the d yes. tie that i love a good tie ko that was and then a, the names are funny and b the moves are cool she had a solid outing against baker i, I feel like she joined up with anna J and just got worse somehow and i think the union with Sammy didn't really pay off for her. No. Because I think Sammy is good at being a prick. He could, he's yeah. a likable babyface, or he's 
a great cocky heel, but I don't think that that applies to her either. And I think ever since joining with Jazz, I think you want to talk about not fitting Garcia. It doesn't fit her. Yeah. It. I don't think it ever did. I think she just kind of got forgotten about, which kind of sucks because I still remember. I feel like we'll always reminisce about this, but she did have promise. And I. Oh yeah, she. I remember saying she could be a TBS champion. Yeah, like and she I, could be the breakout woman next year, sort of thing. Yeah, they I could think position like, her to be. What she Cargill challenged eventually. Baker at the end of. 2021 i think it was full gear 2021 like yeah we we're saying like the next year like last year could have been her year if it, things had gone differently i think like i don't i don't i think making the whole like i don't think you always have to make couples a storyline i think that kind of did her in and now it's at this point obviously pregnancy that's a great thing that's not obviously but i think pre-pregnancy a lot of things didn't go her way and yeah she just didn't sound good here i don't want to crap on her because again she used to be good she did it's, it's really weird because this was weak yeah um yeah the whole thing just not interested and i don't want it um then we got a recap of the trio's title match from last week's collision malachi black shaved his face that's the most notable thing and also billy gun teased retirement ah, teased he left his boots in the ring man i think he's do- he should be done normally they don't mess around with that i don't angle, know but... i disagree didn't taker do- leave his hat and boots in the he ring did. and then he came back the he next did. year and also wrestled in Saudi and ruined his legacy. Or forever. I've heard people say it's just him retiring the daddy ass character. I don't know. I don't care that much, unfortunately. I think that'd be dumb if she's retiring. Like, so yeah, they, I don't really they care. can have that on collision, as far as I mean, I'm he, concerned. He can ruin his legacy in Saudi Arabia too if he wants. He could. I don't know. That's what Taker did. And he said he retired, but then he was like, nah, I'm going to get dropped on my head. Did you see the Saudis offered the big soccer player Mbappe? See what they offered him? Like seven hundred fifty million for a year, like a three yeah, quarters like of a billion play for, to play soccer there, I guess. Like on his team or play in for a them. league there, I think. Anyway, keep going. It's getting late here. In their it's fr- sport, it's Friday night and it's getting late. So move That's on. Okay, it's Friday. Uh, next we get Doctor Brubaker. Some of us DMD have to coach basketball early versus Taya Valkyrie. Not I, sir. Right. Not I. Baker and Ty. Sorry, I said Swerve was matched the night. I meant this. <laughs> Just kidding. I can't even finish that sentence and have anyone out there think that I like this match <laughs> and I actually... better than Swerve Darby Allen. I did not. <laughs> I did not. I can't. I don't think I could even have anyone thinking I like this better than some anything Swerve. This done. was kind of the anti-Swerve Allen match. <laughs> it wasn't fast. But it wasn't smooth. No. There was like. A this severe weird botch spot in the where middle. she had the her ready for the road to Valhalla, and she just kind of dropped her really lightly, and it was just like this failed, and she had to save it by doing ground and pound. Taya did. It was really and weird. And then there was like an awkward silence for a couple seconds on commentary before we got it. Didn't get all of it because there's nothing else you could say yeah. there. But anyway, This would be one of those times where like, I would love to be a wrestling commentator. This would be one of those times where I would not want to do that no <laughs> like just uh, i don't know if i could salvage something like this feign how interested you are in this yeah hey respect to commentary for being professional i respect shivani excalibur and taz for like they try to keep you hyped for this they yep. do their best i don't i like i admire and respect the effort but i cannot i cannot emphasize so, so talk about the match explain um, why there's cravatnies from baker ripcord rolling elbow from baker for one count uh, falling Lariat from Valkyrie for two. Again, super soft and slow. That was bad. Uh, Panama Signers from Baker for two after about 10 seconds of waiting. They're underwater in this match, basically. I think that's putting it lightly. It's weird. Um, I think they were wrestling in space. They're just like going like real <laughs> they slow. They were doing like... gravity's gimmick when he does the walk where he's yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, they're doing that, but they decided to do that for a whole match. Yeah. Um, then she won with a lockjaw. Yeah, man. This, um... this sucked. When Ty is in control, things are really slow, right? And then they... The... I don't even think Baker really got 
But to shine when she was in control either. That's botched Road to Valhalla was really awkward. The crowd that was, was that was really weird for me too because I was like, I don't. It just confused me. The crowd's not into it. Neither was I, and I'm a bit concerned about Baker too because there's been a couple lackluster matches lately. But uh, I feel like everyone slows down when they work with Taya. Right? It's like Absolutely. move, pause, wait, move, wait, 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 move, sort of thing, mm-hmm. and um. I guess the plus side, if we're silver lining, it is two fairly big names in the women's division being given 10 minutes, but it's still the only women's match. <laughs> if this is the 10 minutes you're giving them, I'd, I'd just rather you have a short one. And it wasn't good, unfortunately. It was not, no. no I sir. did not enjoy. I would share that same sentiment. Um, I wrote, uh, yeah, this was not great. Uncharacteristically so from Baker. I mean, yeah, her match with Soho didn't quite hit, but that was okay. Right. It I wasn't like as bad this as this. wasn't good. Yeah, this was worse. This felt like it was on Hasty basically the whole time. Nearly everything was slow, and there was some sloppiness as well. I even think Taya slowed down Britt here, like you were saying. Um, if she can't even have a good match with Britt, then what's the state of things for Taya? It can't be good. I don't want to say she's bad now, because we used to like her. There was a time when we liked her, and we don't. I don't want to say she's bad, right? But... She always looks slow, and even against Baker, it wasn't a good match. Dare I say it was bad? At what point do I stop waiting and I rip off the bandaid to say Ty Valkyrie's bad now? She's and not I good. I think we're about there. We're there. I'm, I'm pretty much there. I think, and she's I don't Canadian, think she's and now. I swear she used to be good. So I want to like her, but she's I not remember good, liking man. her impact. I, I swear. Maybe, maybe I'm misremembering that. There's a good chance now, because honestly, maybe I'm gaslighting myself now. I don't know, but. It definitely doesn't seem like it now because it's just not good. And I, I do like, like, it's good to have big names like her in the division, but not if she's like, I don't think her signing has been really worth it. No. And I'm glad they gave the title to Statlander instead. Right. Um, next, we get a Rampage promo package. A bunch of people say things. There's Nyla Rose, Sheeta, they're having a match. Then there's people in the Tag Battle Royal. There's Lethal and Dutton saying no Jarrett. That's good. Um, Nana spoke for Big Bill and Cage. That's weird. As uh, brother Zay and Ethan Page and the Hardys spoke as well. Jeff is back from his anti Canada absence. <laughs> he is. How did he explain it away at some point? I did forget. He? And you were like, "No, it's because you're not allowed in Canada." Or something. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, this was all like my only thing was like, there is no real team of consequence in this whole thing. It's the, I'm telling you. So it's kind of the dregs to not to be the, rude. The Hardys are winning. That's they honestly seem like the best crazy. bet. Uh, I wish I. Didn't have to say that, but they honestly seem like the best bet. Oh, crazy. Might be yeah. right. It looks like it. I don't, I would hope not, but that unfortunately would seem to be the case, sir. Um, but yeah, it was whatever. It was Rampage nonsense. The Tag Battle Royal lineup is paper thin, to your point. Um, it's to the point where they reused a team from the blind tournament, right? Morrissey and Cage. Like, that's weird. It also seems like a Hardy's win, which I do not want. I don't want them near the titles because. Let me remind you, if Jeff hadn't gotten another DUI or whatever crap it was last year, they would have won the titles. Remember, that was the plan. Mm-hmm. So we should be afraid. And also, I feel extremely bad for Ethan Page. He deserves so much more. And I'm going to keep saying this until it happens or until I die. Uh, bring back Men of the Year because they were money before American Top Team roomed everything. Okay, <laughs> They were great together because they both can speak. They're both good in the ring. And... I don't know if I mentioned this, but their theme song was awesome. Yep. Um, so. Just off topic. Well, sort of back to a right. topic. I just added that match to the list of matches I do not like. And you were wondering what other ones we have. Okay. 
yeah, yeah, tell you what I have. I don't know if you contributed any of these. So matches I did not like this year. I'm assuming there's some NXT on there. Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight. Oh, Royal Rumble. Ooh, okay, good, good, good. I'll put that on mine just so I have one. Be- uh, Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Royal Rumble. That sounds right. Did not enjoy. Uh, it says eight minute match with many basic submissions, slowing things down. No better than average TV match. Um, I'm gonna write Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight Mountain Dew. Sting, Allen Cassidy versus Butcher Blade Sabian, March twenty second. Oh yeah, Dynamite. wait, sorry, one, wait, what was it? It was. Sting, Darby, sorry, run that back again. Sting, Darby, Cassidy, Butcher, Blade, Sabian. And when was that? Uh, March 22nd, okay. Dynamite. And is that Lame, it? Is lame finish where Sabian waits for 10 seconds to take a death Right, because Sting made them all look like idiots. No, that's not all. Ms. McAfee, WrestleMania Night 1. Ms. Ma- was oh. not advertised, didn't want it, didn't need yeah. it. The low point on a really good night of mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, other one I have is Breaker Carmelo Hayes stand and deliver. Really? Just because it under delivered so much. But would you put that in like the worst category when it comes it's to it? It's worth mentioning because to me, like I think you could honorable mention a match that. like let's say um Osprey and Omega had come out at Forbidden Door and had like a C match. Unfathomable. That might be a nomination for worst match of the year only because Okay. My, yeah. Like for me, maybe other it turned people out to be would the disagree. best match ever. And then I have Jarrett versus Briscoe, the concession stand brawl I did not enjoy. Oh, yeah. What, what was the date on that again? June 21st, Dynamite. Awesome. Okay. I'll and then Valkyrie Breaker, Breaker is the other one. Or sorry, Baker. Baker. Oh, sorry, it was June what? 21st? 21st, yeah. Awesome. Thank so you, I've got sir. a pretty decent list, right? I I'll, try. Baker versus Valkyrie. What was the... It, that would have been July 26th. Because right? I don't like to rely on other people's... I like our own for this because... I agree. I like having my own thoughts oh seven but anyway sorry i digressed us no that that's helpful um and it's that was just some good picks i forgot about the mountain dude that one makes me laugh though it was bad it makes me laugh though i like that they're making a figure that and guess what i'm gonna buy it yeah you probably will it makes me laugh that's funnier than getting a burnt fiend Mm -hmm. uh next there's a quick uh buddy matthews andrade promo package uh they're gonna have a ladder match for andrade's stolen mask and if you think that's dumb at least they're not fighting for a sledgehammer but hey as dumb as it is, that simp- that them facing each other will get us to probably check out Collision. Yeah, so I, don't sense, I don't think it's, it's the effective. dumbest thing ever. But it's like, just they really didn't spend any time showing us that this mask was important. Mm-hmm. They simply did us the tell not they, show. The, the which, House of Black stole it, and that was it. Right, and it's not like they needed to spend some time building up why it's important. To be fair, I'd probably just watch for Cole and MJF. Too. Other than just it's what he wears to the ring. Yeah. But anyways. Um, I guess Matthew's got to speak, so that's cool. Yep. He says he'll burn the mask if he wins. Nice. I like fire. Yep. That's cool, I guess. Um, that should be a sweet match. Um uh, then should. main event? Um Yes, it's main event. Because you time. know, best friends are those main eventers. <laughs> yeah. Uh John Moxley and Claudio Casignoli of Blackpool Combat Club versus Lucha Bros of Not Death Rhombus. Nope. Uh versus Best Friends. Speaking of which, I'm disappointed. There's the one storyline in the AW game. Uh, where you can join Death Triangle, but then even if you choose to join them, they're like, nah, we don't want you. So Death Rhombus doesn't even get to Can form. never happen. I, I was so excited to form Death Rhombus. I was so <laughs> oh going to do God. that. You and Death Rhombus. <laughs> it's funny. I, the word Rhombus is you funny. Death Rhombus, like, I've seen, like, I think the when the guys I watched were playing, they were making the joke of, like, Death Rectangle, whatever. That's not funny. Okay? Rhombus is Death Rhombus is funny. Yep. Death Parallelogram, maybe. But Death Rhombus is the money, all right? And I will not be convinced otherwise. 
Um, the match started with a lot of brawling all around. Uh, nothing really worth noting there. There's a springboard arm drag and a standing double foot stomp to Claudio from Phoenix. Mox the King Kong Lair to Trent for two. Uh, Mox took soul food from Chuck, which is probably one of my favorite move names. That's just that's just funny. It works for me. Yep. Eat defeat is also good for that one. But I like soul that food. Too. Soul food is nice because I, I only hear that. Yeah, those those are good. I like the foot puns. Uh, Penta tags off of Mox comes in with sling blades and a backstabber to Chuck for two. Uh, Claudio lifts Chuck in a military press. He drops him into a cutter for Mox. The execution wasn't perfect on the cutter because he he didn't kind of quite get there. But I thought the the uh, idea was really cool. Um, best friends had stereo pile drivers to Lucha Bros. Uh, Phoenix had Chuck in like a heel hook or some sort of like submission while Penta did the arm snap to Trent. Then a fear factor for a two count. Blackpool saved the pin. Uh, Orange Cassidy came to distract Blackpool. And Mox fought him then. Uh, Penta won with the package pile driver randomly. Yeah, that is true. That mm-hmm. is what happened. Um, I don't know. It didn't feel Say like a main thoughts. event on paper, and mm-hmm. I think that kind of came out in execution yeah, too. Agreed. Like I'd much preferred Swerve Allen to this. Not that this was bad, right? But best friends are never winning. I I will say I was surprised by the finish because I had already started making notes saying like, Lucha Brothers aren't even on this show. Best friends never win. Clearly going to be a rehab win for Blackpool, right? So it wasn't, which is a bit surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was surprised by that, but. I don't know. The crowd was supportive, but they weren't overly excited, right? I yeah. just don't. I don't know where this match kind of came from and why. It it came from the ROH pay per view, right? Which you didn't finish, so it's on you. You did not finish. I actually want to go back and watch the women's match. I heard it's awesome. So. And uh, Claudio Pack, but the action I saw him swing Pack on the stage. The action was fine and was what what you'd expect. It just didn't yeah. feel important or epic. I agree. Like, like I, I want a main event. I too. like the lineup of talent on paper because say we want to have best friends. They're good in ring. They are. I, I do enjoy. They're best really friends. fun to watch. Yeah, I I do like them. And obviously, always been a big Lucha Bros fan since the impact days uh and blackpool love blackpool right now so um it's a great talent pool but yeah it did feel like a really random cobbling of talent it did right to me. and i do understand where it's coming from from the roh pay-per-view and that's perfectly fine but even from there it just feels random and it partially for me and it's not no fault of their own well it isn't it isn't but like they just don't do a lot of multi-man tags like the three ways or four yeah. ways they just don't other than pay-per-view oh, the- matches they just don't do this a lot you the know ref I mean? lost control almost immediately and yeah. even the commentary at one point when um at least jr wasn't there they joked about the first tag being made several minutes mm-hmm. in like mm-hmm. they laughed about it mm-hmm. yeah and like i don't like it always feels a little weird to me when they do like a triple like they're doing the triple threat next week with i think mox penta and trent that mm-hmm. feels weird to me just yeah inherently because they don't do a lot of, uh, a lot of those and that's not necessarily a bad thing it just it makes it it's already a a little off for me right off the bat that yep. kind of thing you know um but i thought it was pretty solid i was just i was kind of expecting it to like kind of be more of a car crash kind of entertaining at the end or at least it would dissolve into never that never quite got um, to that level. it never really got to the point yeah that i was expecting like me that too. usually happens in the trios match and this is the same amount of people so i was kind of expecting that kind of thing it wasn't quite there i thought um i like everyone involved i think they put a solid effort up but swerve and darby takes the cake easily for a match of the night and by a decent margin um i think i might note that as one of my the my match of the year is at least for like TV, TV. match. I, I put did it put on the it there. List. I'd put Dynamite one ninety nine. I don't have um oh my gosh brand on the list, but I don't think I need to. <laughs> yeah, it's probably um, assumed it's gonna be on there. I I'll I'll probably add it there, but it's taking my pick anyways. That doesn't matter right now. Um <laughs> uh the finish felt kinda sudden, but Lucha Bros win is 
generally fine by me just like i was surprised just simply for the fact i like lucha bros yep um i'm interested in a possible black bull death triangle feud um but i'm not as amped as i think i would usually be it might i think it's partially because lucha bros aren't that high right now like yes they've been roh tag champs but they didn't really do much of those belts and no it kind of left them largely off tv other than when they had the defense against blackpool pre double or nothing and that's the only thing i can really remember from their title reign um but I'm also, I think, like I mentioned, I'm, I'm, I might be the post-Blackpool Elite withdrawal. Um, it was just really nice to experience a storyline like that again. And I always love the big Elite storylines. Like, you can always, you can say, oh, because they're EVPs, they're putting themselves, but it's the most interesting Delivers, they do. generally, yeah. It delivers full front. And so, I'm going to miss out. Obviously, you can't always have that. But um, it's just like, you're in this weird period after something like that dies down. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's so fun being in the midst of that. There's and, a void now. Exactly. And I think, like, the MJF Cole thing is great, too. But just, it still feels something missing. Like, honestly, like... Well, and that's a completely different tone from Black. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Just the weeks where we had, like, when we were leading up to Anarchy in the Arena, when the Elite reuniting, that was really fun for mm-hmm. me. I really enjoyed that and just the excitement of that, like, what's going to happen next week, waiting for Ibushi to come, things like that. That was really fun for me, so I'm going to miss that. But I think Blackpool Death Triangle on paper is a great feud, so I'm interested to see that as well. Um, I'm also kind of fearing though the best friends in my view to Blackpool because that seems like a drifting around here and no disrespect. Well, it does seem Cassidy is their but, prime target yeah, right now. Cassidy like... should focus on his title reign. I think that's more interesting for him and it's much better. And I love Death Triangle way more. No disrespect to best friends, but they don't. I don't need. They're them just in not a major believable feud. as a threat to anything. Yeah, due to the they, way they've been they, booked they just, for they years. Work, they they work in their function. They don't need to be anything more than right. That. Um, regardless, a solid main event, but kind of like the big fight feel I was looking for. And lacked some more ramped up action towards the end, I thought. Yep, I would agree with that. Uh, overall, I still like the episode. Um, I, I loved Swerve and Darby Allen, obviously. Yeah. I really thought AR, was really strong. AR Fox Cassidy was good. Opening segment was good. The little brief hook thing was really cool. Um, Pack Gravity, like Gravity looked cool. I know I didn't love the distribution of the, the offense in that match, but the match was still interesting. The women's match was weak. All of the Jericho stuff I don't really enjoy, even though I thought Callus was doing a good job in the performance. Um, if the main event's stronger and the women's match was not bad, even, I could go in A range. I'm not quite there. So I'm going to go B plus because I was entertained by quite a bit of in-ring and quite a bit of the segments. Mm-hmm. Not everything was perfect, but really close to A range. So I went with a B plus this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like what I was saying earlier, the middle section of the show was super strong. Yeah, there was a very um, solid stretch in the I middle. I thought the start of the show was pretty good in its own right. I think the package to start us off was really nice. Nice exposition for anyone who doesn't know. And uh, just giving us some background on Air Fox. And I thought the opener was really nice as well. Um, and so that coupled with the Swerve Derby match and the aftermath, that was phenomenal. I thought that was a really nice one-show arc kind of thing. And obviously mm-hmm. it'll carry on to next week or something, like you said. But it's a nice, um, like, like you said, it's a nice kind of one show like a uh, a thread woven a throughout, thread the, throughout the show yeah that's the word there you for, go right um and obviously the match was fantastic i really love that um some great stuff in there um and it deserves a spot like it'll definitely i think that'll make the nominations for the tv match category i enjoyed it that's why i like the tv match category because i feel like with because pay-per-view matches get so big so even though this match is great it might not stand a chance in because i think a tv match like bullet club gold and ftr that could make both categories because that was phenomenal and it had the length of a pay-per-view match but this one might not make there so i'd like the tv category because this deserves a spotlight and then uh the cool mjf ftr promos were really strong i thought that 
um helped build that match for me, even though I already want to see yeah, it. Yeah, they were that good. Was really nice. The Jack Perry was okay. I thought the Jerry Lynn thing was really weird. So I thought that was it was okay. Um Hook Vignette was really cool. Any of the jazz stuff, I'm just gonna lump that in together. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. Take it or leave it, I guess. Um Blackpool backstage promo was solid. Baker was fine. The match, not good. Her promo was okay. Match not good. Correct. Promo? Okay. Match bad. Correct. Um Rampage stuff, whatever. And the main event was perfectly solid. Um nothing amazing, but it was good. So I would also give it a B plus. I think it's a I think it's a really good main event and so a good women's it's a really good main event, good women's match, and a couple better segments away from an A range show. Yep. It's I agree. it's really close because I think the middle stretch is really strong, but just needed some other stuff in there. A lot of good stuff this week on mm-hmm. there. And a few duds, but mostly very yep. good. All right, let's move into our next segment where we'll take on some trivia generated by artificial intelligence in a segment we like to call Off the Top of His Head. All right, so ChatGPT does not like when I do this, so you have to phrase it well. I had to phrase it as like the, the what did the I least say? Bad. <laughs> 15 lowest rated SummerSlam matches, because okay. if you say bad, it doesn't well, like that. Well, didn't it work, right? though, when so, we tested that? Though? A little bit, yes. So I've got 15. It's not chronological this time, so I don't know if they're ranked from 15 okay. to 1. I'll go that way, just in I'll, case. I got a tab open just in case we need to fact check. And I asked it to give me um brief description the descriptions are very brief and not super helpful so here's what we'll do uh we'll start at number 15 and work our way so they're saying SummerSlam 2016 and it's a match matches? for the intercontinental championship low low rated was match it, Miz and Cruz? it was according to them i don't know why i know that and they so here's their brief description while technically sound this match lacked a compelling story and struggled to engage the audience sounds right apollo does, cruz is boring as hell does sound right SummerSlam 2018 triple threat match i'll give you that much for now and i won't give you the stakes Women? yet yes was it mella lynch and charlotte correct really this according to them so <laughs> if you both agree you're probably right this match, I know faced, it's a match. I know that happened because that Becky turned after. But. Faced criticism for its awkward finish and pacing. Doesn't say what the finish was, and sure. I, I'm I don't not going to remember. remember. I just remember that Becky turned after that match, and people loved it, even though that was right. the start of the match. SummerSlam 2004. Really? Um, it all only. It's not for any championship. No real it, stipulation. I feel like it was a Triple H and Eugene. Relatively forgettable in an. The match was. Oh, it says it was forgettable in an event with memorable bouts. So it's now, it's no, it's no, a... No, it would have been Triple H and Eugene. It's, Never mind, that would have been the year after, maybe. It's a commentator now in WWE. Oh, was it? Was it like JR and some no. coach? No, an actual wrestler who's now a commentator. Booker? Yep. Booker, Booker T versus... And... According to this, I mean, it could I be I don't wrong. know if it's not notable, then. It says Cena. Cena, Booker, Booker T, Cena. 2004 SummerSlam. That sounds right. That was in Toronto, by the way, that SummerSlam. I didn't know that, but... So, here's a fun one. Um... SummerSlam, 1999. Yeah, Cena Booker T tracks. Okay. Uh, SummerSlam, 1999. Okay. A stipulation match that would have never been done again. Was it something with dog poop? No. Yeah, that just Chaotic happened. street fight, but it had a specific, very specific name. A wrestler, full-time wrestler, Canadian, against a part-time wrestler, and executive question mark, I guess, is the right term to put on there. 
Was it the love her? Yes. Leave her whatever thing. Love her or leave her Greenwich Street fight. <laughs> yeah. Who is that? Nice. Test and Shane? Yes. Test and Shane. Yeah. Okay. Because I thought Canadian. I was like, when you said, sorry, I was like, no, no. I was like, all right. And I thought of that. And then I was, I was thinking something like a lot weirder. Like I kind of thought Kennel from Hell for a second. <laughs> no. <laughs> but then I was like, I was like, I think that makes sense. Okay, that that's okay. I didn't know. I forgot that was a street fight. If I'm being honest, I just I remember that stipulation because they redid it in NXT. SummerSlam 2017. Okay, may have come up already. Somebody's is the, in is the shark cage. Somebody's one. in a shark cage. Yeah. So who it was, was uh, it? Large cast versus large show. Correct. Says, despite its money. unique setup, the match did itself didn't impress <laughs> yeah, many. Yeah, baby oiled out of a shark cage. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Man, I hated Enzo in that period because then I remember he took the cruiserweight title off of Neville. I'll never forgive them for that. Um, that was horrible. SummerSlam '95 women's right. match. Any, any it's Alundra blazing someone. It is, and I would. Is not it Bertha Fay? It is Bertha yeah, Fay. Nice. Why would you know that? Well, because. Okay, so in that time, that w- the women's division was Alundra Blaze. That's how it, you, you... It was. If it's 95, 90, you know it's Alundra Blaze, first off. Yes. And second of all, the two main rivals she had from that period that anyone would know is Bull Nakano and yes. Bertha Faye. So I know Both from Bull Japan. Nakano, but... Bertha oh, Faye was... Faye? I, she was big in Japan, too. Google and she was like a menacing right big one, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. She was with Harvey Whippleman. Right. Uh, also women's champion. Nice. Um, but, like... So, because she's menacing in Japan, like she's a big monster heel in Japan, whatever her name was, I forget. Yeah. But then they turned her into like the trailer park big girl. She's the girlfriend of Harvey Whippleman. So basically, like a joke character, right? Mm, right. Um, and so, yeah, so she was champion for a bit. And she was like one of the ones that was notable against Blaze besides Bull Nakano. Right. Mm-hmm. Rhonda Singh was her name, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was something Singh, I remember. She wrestled yeah. in Japan under the name Monster Ripper. That's what it was. That's yeah. an awesome name. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, so you mm-hmm. nailed that one. Uh, number eight, SummerSlam 1992. Okay, bad match, all right. Uh, relative, their description, because there's no stipulation or stakes, really. A relatively okay. forgettable match with a straightforward finish, but it's against one, like, WWE Hall of Famer kind of a big guy at least a jacked guy and then a and then a relatively not such a huge star big man 92 was this taker and gonzalez again no that would have no that would have been the year after probably um i don't think they've gotten any wrong yet have they i think i don't think so i think, I think, I think it's been right good so far, so far. Uh, oh, I skipped one. Me. I'll have to go back to it. Oh, Triple H Eugene was 2004. Let's go. So this was a most famous for being a tag team star in the 80s. Was it Sean and someone? Did some single stuff. No, big guy. Jack the dude. Hercules? No. I don't know. British Bulldog. And big guy, never really a super mega star. Who? Berserker. Wait, Bulldog and Berserker. They're saying 92? Yeah. No, okay, so there's where they messed up. All right, fine. 92, that's Bulldog Brett, you know, the right. Wembley Stadium. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that. That's why I was, because I was thinking, like, that's the match I think of when I, you hear SummerSlam 92. That, but that's a great match. So this I don't one. think that's right. Now, let me see what was on there, though. I'll, I'll look at that. So SummerSlam 91. Okay. This match, I remember I know, um, it was not good. Perfect and Bret Hart had a match there. I, this was the cul- culmination or part of oh, a major oh, storyline. Oh, 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 oh. Was and, it the match made in hell? Which the was The handicap what? match? No. With the triangle of terror? No. Oh, but that match sucks. This is a non-wrestler kind of starting to wrestle. Oh. 
Okay. At least a non-wrestler kayfabe. He, he wrestled like a non-wrestler in in shoot real fake wrestler too, but. Uh, but by the way, Tatanka beat Berserker. An employee versus employer situation. Oh, Virgil and yeah, that was Steve huge. Really, that was such a big deal at that. They're time. They're not including Match Me in Hell. Maybe they will. I guess I don't know. SummerSlam 2014. Don't remember it, but I bet it was bad. It was Rebel and Stephanie? McMahon. Correct. Nailed it. SummerSlam 2005. Ooh, okay. One of my, I would say, one of the best wrestlers of all time Benoit? for me in a match in this one. Benoit. Nope. Intended to be comical and lighthearted, but didn't oh. resonate. Wait, no. If it didn't, was it Sean and... Nope. No. Okay, because that match is funny. Um, I just watched a little thing on... A, they tried to turn this one guy heel, and it did not work ooh, in this match. No. A major superstar. Again, my hint is always the same. I say he had a couple of the best years I've ever seen for any wrestler. Angle? Kurt Angle versus... Again, it could be wrong. Was it Angle and Booker? They're saying Eugene. No way. That sounds funny. Okay, I got to see. They said 2005. Angle and Eugene's a wild matchup if that's the case. Meanwhile, SummerSlam 2006. Um, (laughs) They did. No way. For his medal, too. There you go. That's See, funny. chat GPT knows more than That's you. That's pretty funny. SummerSlam 06. Big age difference, two major stars. Hogan and Orton? Correct. Was that one bad? I don't remember. I don't know, but it was a Hogan match. That was his last match. Oh, was Hogan it? Hogan and Orton. So, um, yeah, I, don't, I mean, it's Hogan in the mid-2000s, or that's the latter 2000s, technically. So I can't imagine it was good. SummerSlam 93. Two awesome in-ring performers, so I'm pretty surprised that this is listed as a bad match. Okay, okay. I don't have is it anything Sean else and for someone? it. It is. Really? Was it Sean and And Luke somebody really talented from I would say the previous generation. They overlapped a little bit. Flair? He's not alive anymore. No, was never Flair. a champion. Was never the main champion. Was never the heavyweight champion. Mm. He's awesome. His kid was there for a bit and never amounted to anything. Oh. He was in WCW. Damn. Not Pillman. No. Why am I <laughs> Pillman? Uh Oh, damn. More famous in the 80s, Bulldog? probably. No, Mr. Perfect. Ooh. If that happened. They had a bad man. That is weird. Right? If that was the I mean, case. I haven't seen much of Perfect, but I was here, heard great things. He's that amazing. is weird. One of the best sellers ever. Interesting. Uh, if that's even right, who knows? SummerSlam 2010. Uh, what was it, 93? Yeah, I'll 93. I'll double check this for fun. SummerSlam 2003, big guy, little guy. High expectations, fell short in execution. 2003? Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I'm just looking at 93. Where was it? Sean... Be Mr. Perk by count out. That doesn't sound good. Yeah, that doesn't help. Mm -hmm. Okay, sorry. 2010, big guy, little guy. 2010. SummerSlam. Oh, was it Big Show? Nope. Was it Gallows? Nope. Is it Ray and someone? Yes. Ray and? Taker. Kane. Kane Kane. is correct. Oh, yeah, because that's the one where Undertaker returned because Kane attacked him or something, and then he was playing detective, trying to figure out who did it, but then it was him. Right. And they had the Hell in a Cell match where Paul Bear interfered, and I've heard really bad things about that. Um, this one you might have mentioned already, SummerSlam 1993. Oh, Taker and Gonzalez. Correct. Yeah, I heard. I remember the, the one SummerSlam they had a rematch from Mania 9. Cause, wait, I don't... This, this one might have been better, though, because they didn't have the uh, chloroform-soaked rag nice. from Mania 9. The ether. I like when they use the word ether better. 
So this one's described as... A straight as into Thor, yeah. A slow, uneventful encounter with a disqualification finish made Whoa. this a low point for the Undertaker's streak. According to Wikipedia, it was a rest in peace match. Oh, boy. That Num- sounds awesome. So the final one, number one, is SummerSlam 1995. Oh, that is a bad SummerSlam. I've heard. Well, 95 is a bad it year for them. It is a gimmick match. Is it? Kiss my foot. No. no. Okay, wait. Is it? It's not Mabel it's, and Diesel? It's like a signature match for the one guy. Is it Mabel and no, Diesel? No, it's not. Really? It is big dudes, though. It's not Mabel. That's weird, because I, I wonder if this I one heard actually, bad things about Mabel and Diesel. I wonder if this one actually happened. Is it Yoko and someone? No. Taker? No. Isaac Ankum? No. DDS? Oh, um, was I'm actually checking the card to make sure it was on there. I don't. Oh, I don't. It was on there. Oh, um, so all time big man in his signature type Bundy? of match. No. Uh, wow, you're bad at this. Match? You say you know wrestling, or like a match that he's super common in, at least. Big guy. What the, other big guys like the, around the big, the, the Who's the best, arguably most important big man? Andre? In the, no. After that. Like 90s and on. Um, oh, my God. He won like 39 times in a row at whatever pay-per-view. He's like... Taker? Yeah. I swear I, I said Taker. No. I don't oh, think okay. so. Um, Maybe I missed it. It was a casket match? Yes. With Mankind? No. Old dust? No, I did not know this match happened. Ooh, big guy. Kama? Yes. Oh, yeah. I was going to say big okay, guy no, who I had know. a million characters. The ultimate okay. fighting machine. It's the supreme fighting machine? Sorry, it's supreme fighting machine. Okay. Right. You got to make it better. So there you go. I feel like I have heard bad things. That, actually, I'm, I looked that up. It did happen. I don't know I'm if it's surprised. good or not. Yeah, that's also uh, but The match the happened in the uh, right year. So. I'm really surprised that they did not do Diesel and King Mabel because that's the year of King Mabel, baby. That, and that was not good. Maybe chat GPT didn't see <laughs> oh, it. Oh, God. Uh, okay, I'm just looking. I also looked at it, but like, this is not a good SummerSlam because like, you got Hakushi and 1-2-3-K, which... Hakushi uh, was dope. Probably good in ring. How dare you? But Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Bob Holly, that's just not good on, like, from a star power perspective. But this one makes me laugh. It's Smoking Guns, which is Billy and Bart Gun, which is funny. But then it's the Blue Brothers, which is the Harris Awful. Brothers. But uh, Uncle Zebakaya. <laughs> you know who that is? Zeb Coulter. Right. Yeah, that, I just love the name so much. And Barry, Barry Horowitz, Horowitz and Skip. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah, that's... Birth of Faye of London Brothers. SummerSlam, though, Barry... No disrespect to Candido, but... So there was Isaac Yankum. He faced Bret Hart on that one. And yeah, and that's why I was thinking. And that's the famous ladder match, right? Michaels and Razor. That's the second famous ladder match. Not this, the big This one. is the rematch one. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you did well on the trivia, and ChatGPT seems to be getting a bit better at it. So it's closing the gap bit. on you. Yeah, they got. They actually did decent on this one. What do you mean closing the gap? Yeah. I'm getting it too. But now we will move into. They can stump me for most of the quiz. That's all the other wrestling we watched this week, and what we liked and didn't like, as we cherry pick. And whatever the opposite of that is, in what we call high spots and rest holds. All right, so you have a post you really want to <laughs> let me know. You don't have any raw stuff. I'll get into NXT in a minute, but what yeah. did you just find? I got a good so chuckle out of this. Okay. About? So they added like they added a match to SummerSlam, and Great. it's something Vince would do. And it's something they used the <laughs> that doesn't narrow much down. They you always did at at Mania to get uh, a lot of people on the card. Battle Royal. Yeah. Okay. Not just any Battle Royal. 
a Slim Jim SummerSlam Battle Royal. Right. Macho Man's <laughs> that, winning. That makes me laugh. And then it's, I mean, it, I can what's, only... What's the stakes for it? Anything? Um, It literally just said that there's people from... Oh, that's get, the audio from my video. You get Slim Jims? You get high-sodium <laughs> oh cured my, meats? Remember there was like that random Battle Royal at the Survivor Series the one time, and then the Street Profits just stole the Pizza Hut? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be like that. It literally just says it's a Battle Royal with... It's a co-branded Battle Royal. It's presented by Slim Jim. I mean, I can only hope it's as good as their last branded match. Can't wait. Mountain Dew, baby. All right, NXT. Let's talk about it. You watched some. I forget how much. You I may have also opinions. forget how much. I like the... I did see something, but I don't remember what I like the opening segment in ring. It was um, Dom and Ripley in the ring. And Dom is sort of being himself and talking about... I thought it was funny. Being himself. Finally making his family family name relevant, right? And the crowd hates him. Ripley is kind of addressing Valkyria's request for a match. Wesley comes out. He's all fired up and angry, obviously, because he lost his title through cheating from Dom last week. He talks about putting his heart and soul into his title run, wants a rematch. Mustafa Ali comes out. He talks about how he loves and respects Wesley, but he doesn't like Dom. And then he, uh, he says that Dominic steals things like his dad's 619 and his other dad's frog splash, which I thought was a pretty funny line. Uh, then Ali sort of complains about, he actually says this clown referring to Wesley dropping the ball and losing the title. So now obviously Lee's getting upset with Ali and Ali's getting upset saying he was in line for a title shot, but it's Wesley's fault for taking the yeah, match I against Dom. Yeah, I saw a bit of that. I thought it was good. I saw it on Instagram. I, thought, I liked it, yeah. yeah. Um, Ali warned Wes about taking this match, but Wes was too stupid to listen to him. Again, Mustafa Ali's words here. Um, Dominic says he doesn't care who it is at Bash, and Ripley says Dom could fight both of them. Dom ends up shoving Mustafa Ali, who then goes to hit Dom. Dom ducks. Ali obviously hits Wesley instead. So they fight for a little bit as Dominic and Ripley sort of retreat. And then later on in the show, I also liked, because Dom is sort of starting to question, like, is it really a good idea for me to face both of these guys at the same time? And Ripley's just like, mommy is always right. And so I think Dom's starting to sort of question just following Rhea Ripley everything it'd be interesting suggests. for them to tease that it doesn't seem like something they would do because that seems like a good thing going for them I don't know that's that's interesting that they're teasing that because I just I right like he would never question her in front of her but like he's sort of realizing like why are you making this harder I'm for me that they would tease that because I think like I don't know it just seems like something they wouldn't mess with right uh, I like the dynamic here I think Dom's really good as the slimy heel Ripley's believable as the one in charge of him right and that she's putting him in tough situations regardless of how he feels about it. And then the issues with Mustafa Ali and Wes Lee are kind of coming to a head. And um, you kind of f- like figured this was heading to a triple threat. And all things considered, this wasn't a bad way to get there, Seems right? Like a solid I thought three way. Yeah, I think so. Um, another high spot I liked, I thought Lyra Valkyria did a pretty solid job in an interview. And she just kind of wants to know where she stands. So she's going after the biggest star she can find. And that's Rhea Ripley as kind of the measuring stick. They know each other from NXT UK days, I think, right? So do they? Um, I think she's not going to, she says she's not going to wait in the shadows like JC Jane. And tonight it's about her and she's going to show the world who she is. So she's playing it a little bit more straightforward, I think, which I prefer less of the like bird imagery and stuff. So because <laughs> she's awesome in the ring, man, and she's going to show it again in this show. So I, I think this was an improved promo from her, too. Um, something I wasn't. I thought there was an underwhelming six-man tag here. I don't think it was bad, but I was hoping what? for better. Oh, it was a schism and something. It was right? Mellow, uh, Trick, and Ilya Dragunov taking on schism. 
So three I don't know. Roots, one tree. I don't know what happened in the middle of this, but Gacy was bleeding, and I don't think obviously that was intentional because they don't really do blood. They do not. And then he Gacy basically dodges an uppercut. Dragonov accidentally hits Trick into the steel steps with it. So this sort of comes back a couple times in this show. Trick's really mad about it. It continues, and he ends up confronting Dragonov at the end. Um, so the finish comes in this one as two guys in yellow masks, followers of the schism i guess uh they trip fowler and reed on the apron and so dragonov ends up avoiding a gacy splash attempt mellow tags in hits nothing but net for the win so the idea was there's some dissension within the ranks and i assume it's the two that we've always assumed look just like the creeds right so um, no 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 it's it's dissension it could be again after the match tricks mad about dragonov mellow's trying to keep him from going after dragonov um and so i thought there was decent action in this but mellow dragonov and the dyad have been i have been really good lately i was kind of underwhelmed and with what i got and maybe mm -hmm. dragonov and mellow are saving it for the pay-per-view or whatever but i don't think it was bad but nothing special and if Hopefully this that is delivers. if this is the creeds my question to you is how do they get around the loser leaves nxt stipulation from that match if this is the creeds and they're not gone like how do they explain still being what booked mean, in a like, match they're supposed to be gone for they lost a loser leaves nxt match yeah but they're not like, but they didn't leave nxt disguised so when they reveal they're still there yeah how do we explain okay, that's that? yeah that's i don't i don't they should just left i don't know this is weird it is weird and yeah i'm not sure how that works and then it's like you didn't you, do we have like you, i swear to god if they do a match to get their jobs back and they that would be dumb <laughs> it might i be. could totally see them doing that would be dumb and i guess the idea is gacy's abandoned here all alone and maybe that starts the splintering of mm -hmm. it seems like i feel like they're poised to have ava take over things that and i don't know what gacy does after that i hope that i just think they're looking to up her role without putting her in the ring because she's really bad well, she's not good on the mic. She's either. not, but I feel like they can. Whatever. I hope they're poised to get the diet out of there. I hope so too. But I think that dream is dead. Then I thought there was a strong pre recorded segment from the women's champion. Stratton was talking about how great she is at 24, which is, is pretty impressive. She's pretty young. Uh, and that for she's, some reason, I thought you were talking about a game for a second. And that she's nowhere near her prime and she looks better than anyone else. And she's uh, not going to have her title taken away by a 19 year old brat in Thea Hale. Oh, she said that Hale has energy, but it would be catastrophic for Hale to be champion. And I thought this was her usual. Not always. She's had a couple live promos I didn't love, but I thought this was her strong character work back again. And she's a really great opponent for like the plucky young baby face of yeah, Hale to work. It's a off good of. dynamic. To work it really with, right? is. It's, yeah. You've got a super strong heel and a lovable little baby mm. face, mm -hmm. right? Uh, high spot again, Vaughn Wagner this week that this is okay squashed javier bernal right after their dealings in the past yeah, yeah. then power bombs bernal through the announce table and is sort of like soaking in the cheers from the crowd because you know this is like the first time anyone supported him or whatever mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you can see i think he's about to do it again and then again camera work done really well here braun just out of nowhere spears him and that. takes him out so i thought I, that was going to be added to the bash but i guess it's like too soon they got a lot done here in a few minutes i honestly don't say it Vaughn beats Breaker, maybe. Really? Because I feel okay, like no, Breaker's... Fine. I thought you were going to say you like him. I feel like Breaker's on the way out, and they're putting a lot into Wagner right now as a babyface, right? So I don't know if they're going to side trade. They've actually made like some progress with Wagner. Are you? Can you have him lose now? I guess not. Are you liking him? Or... I'm not liking him. I'm liking what he's done. I still don't know if... 
like a 15 minute Von Wagner match is going to be anything I want. But I like the real story about his surgery and being an outcast and all of that. I think it's cool. And the the killing he's done of Bernal has been interesting. Mm -hmm. But do I think he's ready for like a main, like a, even a, a PLE lengthy match? Not sure. Right. Not sure. Um, Rest hold big time for me is that Gable Stevenson is probably staying as we predicted, <laughs> but Corbin's going to be his first opponent. So I thought Stevenson... Corbin loves those Olympians, let me tell you. I thought Stevenson sounded really bad here. Did you see any of this? Just kind of wooden. I did not. Um, his choice is no surprise. We talked about it last week. My fear yeah. is that Corbin loses. He's going to go back to them. Uh, does Corbin lose to him? Yeah. Which then is derailing what I thought they were trying to do with Corbin, right? Right. Which was build him into like a pretty solid big man right i appreciate the effort in corbin but this kind of would yeah derail that right and then it's like what's the point if you're just going to kind of revert him back to so then i think losing. it's possible steveson does one match and loses to sort of build corbin establish him a little and then he does go to the olympics or whatever he's doing or as joe negron from smart know. wrestling would say jail is where he should be going <laughs> What did he do? I don't remember. It was some I, I swear, sort I know of sexual assault okay, yeah, type yeah, thing that like got that. swept under the rug. Because he's possibly. big Olympian boy. Correct. Yeah. Well, um, like I don't. I would, I, think. I would like to think you're right. And, I'm, and then I think it's happen, been like scrubbed from the internet too, if I remember that's correctly. Dumb. But like I don't know if I could see them sacrificing like building their new Kurt Angle. Let's say, not saying he is, but to them, for baron corbin you right. know what i mean yeah. sacrificing this new olympian big wrestler guy for corbin but then if I he's gone like for like a year or two i guess it doesn't matter I feel like they'd like to keep him without a loss and then they'll bring know. him back to avenge it i don't know it's possible. I, I i would hope so but I'm, I'm not sure yeah uh gable stevenson and dylan martinez were arrested after a female reported she had been raped on june 15th and went to hospital okay. for treatment okay Etc. 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 There was then conflicting versions, and nothing really happened. That is certainly something. Mm-hmm. We love the real world. No, um, real world knowledge. It's beautiful. So a, a high spot. Ooh. If I can give a rest hold to something that wasn't bad for under delivering, like the six man tag, then I guess I can give a high spot to something that I thought was going to be really bad, but well, was yeah, okay. yeah, because if it surprised so, you pleasantly, then yeah. Guess yes. what match that would be? Okay, well I don't remember what was on NXT. Um, a women's match this week. Okay, okay. Um, that I would think was going to be pretty bad. Was it something with JC Jane? No. Gigi Dolan. Who's my favorite that just came Kiana? back? That has boosted the ratings. That we joke about the Dana reason Brooke. for correct. That was good. It wasn't terrible. Was the kendo stick match wasn't terrible, but there wasn't a pull, and I thought there was a chance that it could be terrible. I don't think it was amazing, but listen, well, yeah, it's were, never going to be amazing. There were some stiff kendo shots. Okay, uh, Dana Brooke took a really hard fall on the announced table. It was a really simple, like Jade just swept her legs out with her hand, and like she fell hard. Okay, and it was only eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you let them hit each other with sticks, they don't actually have to wrestle a lot, which is not their <laughs> okay, strength. Okay, yeah, so they're not wrestling. That now makes sense. Right? It, it so was it amazing? Point. No, not at all. Did it far exceed my... F- <laughs> I put my fears and expectations. <laughs> yes. I like the word fears. That seems very apropos. Brooke take, getting a win and Jade taking the loss a bit surprising. It seems like they're pumping the brakes on Cora Jade a bit, that which I don't right. disagree with. That right? seems right because they're going to push Brooke because he's main roster. Yeah, and that seems right too. I... But there was a while where I was like, Jade's the next champion, is what she was 
seeming like. Not yeah. that I agree with that choice, but oh that my looked God. like I remember her when I was watching 2.0. She sucks. She's still, she's improved a bit, but I feel like she's Improved plateaued. in aspects and also, yeah. Right. Hopefully it's not like a Jade Cargill thing. That would suck. Um, another thing I didn't love was just a really basic tag match. They wanted Nima and Price on TV again, so they got a five-minute match oh, yeah. against Tony and Stax. Um, I actually thought Nima and Price looked better than last week, but that's not saying much. They looked <laughs> it's super a low, it's rough a low last bar. week. It's a low bar. Still a basic match, and that gets Tony and Stax a win ahead of the Great American Bash when they challenge Gallus, right, for the titles. Uh, wrestled, as it probably will always be, even though I like him, Dijak Speaks. That You saw that, I think. I I don't know. He's at a table with Refresh sunglasses trying to sound I feel like I might have seen it. I don't know if I was paying attention to remember it. Ba- basically talking about how one win for Eddie Thorpe does not make him a title contender. And that in the ring, Dijak is the law. And Eddie okay, can't That just beat him. sounds dumb. Something about his delivery is just off. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah, at this sure. point, I fear it's hopeless, right? This guy's been wrestling for over yeah, a decade he's now. He's cool in the ring. but that's, He is cool that's in the ring. So many guys, though, like Roddy. what and you do like, with him. Right. Yeah. I guess you have to put I, him with a mouthpiece. Yeah. I appreciate the effort um, in the character, right? Because at least they're trying something, but I don't think it's worth It is right? not working. I feel like if he had stayed in NXT... Um, uh, Bivens would have been cool. It would have been great for him. Um, not in Diamond Mine. I don't think Dijak fits in Diamond Mine. I mean, maybe, but probably not. No, actually, no. I don't scratch think so. it. No, but just purely, just like Bivens or Hathaway, whatever you want to call him, with Dijak, I think that could have worked because um, Stokely's a great mouthpiece. So he is. Uh, another thing I didn't love, and I think you saw this or some of it. NXT tries to recreate a classic brawl. What oh yeah that was bad i did not like that. perez and davenport brawl in a grocery store and some yeah. of it looked like at one point perez is hitting her with empty cardboard boxes like that's, yeah that was lame um i thought the final slam of the freezer door into davenport looked okay right. and i, I was really i mean obviously they would never do it but i in an ideal world she goes through the door and i kind she of thought it was glass. interesting they experimented with camera right so you had they, seemed like yeah. actual camera in there, there then you had security, security camera and bystander cam i think i think so i one, thought that was cool i think it was security bystander and the guy at the counter could was be one of them and then I don't, think, I don't think any of them were like a straight like you know normal wrestling camera i think there was either like there's two phones in the security footage and then i also liked that the end as because that like the death blow was the door the door to davenport and then as as um Perez is saying whatever, like this is just a taste of what whatever it is. As she's kind of backing out the door, you can hear like police sirens approaching in the distance, which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah, but then that's... Perez went out there though. But somebody would call the police if people are brawling, so that made it feel a bit realistic. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um didn't love the metaphor this week either. I thought Dar was still entertaining, but I thought it went on for far too long, is it right? The home of the cup? Where they made yeah. him a fake cup. And that was the funny part. And he immediately recovers, right? He goes from completely like catatonic, catatonic to like back to normal. Unresponsive to anything. Um, and then Fraser and Dragon Lee come out and they basically say that Dar's a fraud, obviously. I just, it made me laugh because I just, because I like the uh, whole interim unifying the belts thing. Like when Sammy had the two TNT titles, that made me chuckle. But just the idea of someone two cups? carrying around two cups. Makes me it laugh. was like his child had been returned to him, right? It was, yeah. it was funny. I would think, okay, hear me out. If no, Noam Dark has to cut back and then he's carrying around two cups, he could make that really funny. Like, I mean, as as much as I like to say, having the two same belts is amusing, whatever, having Noam Dark with two cups and would just, actually be and funny. And just how big and cumbersome they are for him to carry exactly. around. Exactly. It'd be really yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, 
So Lee and Fraser come out, and then um, Ulisa Leone and Valentina Feroz, I think I nailed those, actually. They so. attack the women in metaphor from behind, so they sort of sneak in the ring. They did do that. So I'm fine with Fraser, Lee, and Dar still being in an orbit and sort of interacting and facing each other. Any combination of that's fine. Mm -hmm. The women's match that we're getting, I'm sure a tag match is not super exciting, but I, I just thought this segment was a bit too long. Dar's part is always tag. entertaining, but they did a bit too much with like Lash and the other woman who I forget. <laughs> um, Jakar Jackson. Yeah. They're um, doing an eight-person tag at Bash. Yeah. Right. Can't wait. <laughs> we'll talk about it, I guess. Yep. Um, I thought there was a cool Thea Hale hype video ahead of her match. Lots of focus on how young she is, how she's mastered this Kimura and is going to make Stratton tap again. And in this, I still see little hints of Hudson, like trying to steal the spotlight or being up to something, right? I feel like, um, and I, as someone which has been watch, a super slow burn, um, it could be like kind of a thing, and I don't really watch. I don't know, but like, I, it could be a thing where, like, cause he he clearly enjoyed all the attention being the MVP, right? He and did. He, he still has the trophy round. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. And so he clearly loves all that and having that around. So maybe like, he's being supportive, or whatever. And I saw a bit of the package where he is like, he's being super supportive, or whatever. But. Maybe it could be like a thing where like now she's getting all the attention. Yes. He's, he's trying to be the star student kind of thing. I don't know. Yep. Something like that, right? And I think... And when Chase was gone, he was being the teacher. He was like kind of running the show and maybe he liked that. I feel like, like they originally planned to have that already done already. I but agree. they yeah, actually they developed some it. chemistry and yeah. then Chase was gone. Kind of like a much, much smaller scale Sami Zayn. Obviously right. a little bit of a different dynamic, but like he's kind of a similar thing on Hudson's, a much smaller scale. This has been the best role for Hudson for sure. Yeah, he's been actually really good. I remember when he was playing poker. He's a throwback for me. He kind of reminds me of like a 80s guy a little bit. But anyway. He's not horrible. Uh, something I quite liked was the women's match. Rhea Ripley and uh, Lyra Valkyria. So got That's 11 minutes. Uh, Ripley retained with the Riptide. But I thought really good pace. Lyra looked really good and got a lot out of this. She was never going to win here, right? But she gained a lot, I think. Dom obviously got involved at one point and ended up taking a drop kick for Rhea. Um and Ripley and Valkyria continue to impress me. I don't get to see Ripley a ton, right? I'm not really watching a lot of main yeah, roster yeah. stuff, but what I loved uh, her Mania match, was it? Yeah, the one I didn't watch. Right. Um, I fell asleep. And if they can iron out Lyra's character, and I think they are actually trying to, they may really have something. I don't know. She, she may fall short of, like, Vince's beauty standards or whatever ridiculous criteria he hey, has. I mean, if Vince isn't as involved, hopefully it's not much of a factor. But she can wrestle, man. And she she is super fluid the mm -hmm. way she moves. I mean, no disrespect to Ripley. I feel like Ripley's kind of got a similar aesthetic to her, though. Yeah. So if Ripley can make it, I mean, I'm I, not like as in a disrespe disrespectful way to Ripley, but if like Ripley can make it, they have like somewhat of a similar look. Obviously, yeah. Ripley's much bigger in stature, but like, you know what I'm trying to say, yeah. right? So I feel like that gives like somewhat of an opening for Valkyria, I hope so. perhaps. I like her a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we had, I just, I didn't really care too much, but just worth mentioning, Trick and Dragunov brawl to end the show. Um, Trick weird. gets the better of him at first, Dragunov turns it around, and then Mello ends up stepping in and taking a Torpedo Moscow for Trick, etc., etc. Um, then looking at Impact quickly, I like the opening women's tag. It was Trinity and Danny Luna of um, Subculture taking on the Coven. Competitive match. Luna's great lineup. Luna's in for a long part of this uh, to set up a Trinity hot tag. Obviously, Luna reminds me of early, early on and pre-shredded Jordan Grace. It's a similar build and the whole like former, I do remember what you're talking former about, power yeah. lifter. I kind of thought Luna looked okay here. Yeah, and Jordan the, Grace, like it's really weird how different she is now because she used to be shredded like shredded now. 
Yeah, like I don't know what the word to describe her she was without being rude, but like she was she was built like a power lifter and now she's built like a bodybuilder and those which are she, different she things. Does she does too, yeah. And she so. was both of those things. Yeah, so, so yeah, but she's Makes definitely sense. a lot different now. So Trinity, I think it was like a bubba bomb with the bridge. They went after nine minutes. And I don't the only thing I don't love is that like a a non team forms and beats an established like was just the champions but yeah that's wrestling sometimes that, that's just that's yeah that's kind of a thing now uh, i enjoyed leo rush this week he is there basically for himself and he is i guess he's a heel maybe a tweener and he's kind of pissing off everybody he doesn't really care and i like that um I that. and another detail i really liked because i don't think wwe could resist it but even the people in a confrontation with him who are talking trash to him make no mention of his size like you're too small to be. Oh, with. yeah. No mention of that. Well, they literally put him as like a mic man for Lashley, who's right. huge. So they meant. I I swear they mentioned that like all the time. So, so. they. Uh, mm-hmm. So we basically had Myers and Moose confront Rush backstage about not being fully committed to their whatever. Rush doesn't care. Then he starts uh, making some implications about Bully Ray, and Bully shows up like, "Are you talking to me? Trying to intimidate him?" And he's like, "Yeah, actually, I am." Right? Like he doesn't. <laughs> really seem to care respect so i like that and i i just i see that he's hurt though so i'm hoping it's not for too long because i'm yeah, liking like, leo rush i'm st- i'm i mean we said it before i still miss the team with uh dante yeah that was a good thing. it was it was good yeah um really disappointed in dirty dango teaming up with johnny bravo started last week <laughs> continued this week so dango's talking a bunch of crap about santino and santino's daughter sort of implying that they have a relationship obviously and then Bravo's acting has his security and they're like going through his credentials of like, I, I, how long were you in Vietnam? And he'll be like uh, almost a week or something, you know, mm-hmm. obviously the implication yeah. is he was in the Vietnam War and he was not. So I don't know. He Dangle had kind of something fresh and new and now it's like slowly. I really like the one, whatever one that was that you showed me. Right. And now it's slipping into like something that feels like it's going to get similar to the tone of Brizango, right? Um. Well, he, um, but, but hey, 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 Brizango was sick, was though. cool, but he was doing this like Dango was this. I'm this rich veteran, and yes, I made all my money off doing comedy stuff, but I don't care, and I'll keep taking checks from Impact. They don't even mm-hmm. have to have me do anything. I'm just here watching these stupid kids be stupid backstage and cash and checks. Mm-hmm. But now it's like I have a comedy sidekick, and I think it's gonna get derailed pretty. That fast. only works when it's Tyler Breeze. Damn it. Another thing I didn't like was uh, Zicky Dice versus... Oh, I also like the Joe Hendry video, I forgot. Johnny Swinger. This was Loser Leaves Impact. So Swinger acts like he's going to take the count-out loss, and then Surprise turns and takes out Dice, and I don't know who cares. Like, both of these guys could be gone today, and I don't know who would care. <laughs> you wouldn't notice. I wouldn't notice. Um, and then they'd pop back up, and you'd be like, oh. Another women's match. Again, Impact does this well. I It was short, but I liked it. It was Giselle Shaw. She defeated Masha Slamovich with a really good-looking running knee strike. Only got about six minutes, but I thought there was some good action. Obviously, you have Jay Vidal and Killer Kelly and Savannah Evans all getting involved leading into the finish of this. This left me kind of wanting these two in a longer match, if possible, because Giselle Shaw's really athletic and moves really well. And sort of... I, I, she works well with Masha, who's just like a killer, right? So I, I mm-hmm. like the dynamic. I'd like it again. Although I'm not quite sure who's the baby face there. Uh, I thought another good six-minute match is... Weird as that is to say, I think you saw a bit of it. It was Mike Bailey and Wentz. I saw it. I remember. I saw the finish. Or I remember Miguel spray paints Bailey and Wentz hits his headlock yeah. driver thing. Um, but they had a segment before too, and the rascals really annoy me because they're behaving like fourteen-year-old boys, 
and they're not like oh yeah i saw 20 year old kids anymore yeah it was Mm -hmm. really annoying when they talked to bailey and everything who bailey i love his like just super calm straightforward like very centered martial artist sort of promos i like that um then i thought the mediocre main event and i thought the aftermath was kind of weak so it was eric young beating nick aldis in nine minutes with a pile driver um fine but nothing special and i think aldis is on his way out right so this was yeah. kind of what i expected i don't i pile driver is a weird finisher now it, well it's the um oh no he's not the young driller. does that's, do it uh, good but no that that'd be alexander, alexander. or Cody does it sometimes. But the, Alexander, the yeah. final images of the show annoyed me because Diener and Khan come out and attack Eric Young, who they literally murdered. Diener murdered this man yeah. on television with, months well, ago. Like a shiv or something. Right? And so now they're back. Um, the design being anywhere near a major story or ending a show is a mistake at this point. They Wait, are okay, weaker but than sure, ever. Sure, they murdered him, but he chokeslammed Eric Young three times. Like That's and, pretty brutal. Design just lost a member and look like they're about to disband, and now you have them as the lasting image on your show that I don't understand, I and think I don't like that choice. Than the design being like as a faction on your TV is than this duo because it's just like it just they're the it's weakest, kind of weird, the weakest version of a weak faction. Yeah, a weakest right. version of a faction that never exactly. really does anything. It it doesn't do them any favors and it doesn't make it any better for you. So whatever, I guess we'll see where that goes. I'm not thrilled about. Like Eric Young being back and being thrown in any sort of main event stuff either, because he's fine, but he's an older fella now, and I don't know. And I've seen enough of Eric Young. I want more room for younger guys. I but kind anyways, of miss sanity there, all right. That's the stuff I watched this week. Um, did we? I guess SmackDown just happened. You probably don't have anything from SmackDown. Not really. So uh, I guess we'll move into our rev- preview now, right? We've mm-hmm. got a a PLE to preview, and that is uh, tomorrow night's. If you're listening on this Saturday. That is NXT's Great American Bash. All right, so I haven't put a lot of thought into this, but I also I am the one that either. watches the show, so I should have I some sort of... I did my picks in, the ma- in a matter of like 45 seconds. I'm sure I'll have opinions. Let's um, go. Steveson Corbin. I'm just going with Steveson. Just... If- there's there's no way they're picking Corbin over their new guy. I'll I'll take Corbin just for the interest of I I like your thought process actually. I just don't I want I'm taking the safe pick. Like he takes a loss, is gone for a year, comes back and is like I'm a different person now, blah blah blah. I'm gonna avenge that and then go on a run. I guess the only upshot is that the loss can further Corbin's thing more. Exactly. You could argue that. And no, then you're no, I mean like Corbin losing. Oh if Corbin were to lose, like you you know what I mean. Like yeah. it, I could work. Yep. I like what you're saying, though. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, Roxanne Perez versus Blair Davenport in my least favorite name for a match. Or that's a stretch. There's worse names, but Weapons Wild match. Like, just call it no DQ, goddammit. Um, I took Perez. That just seems like the payoff we're getting. I'm taking Davenport. I just feel like. I mean, she already won. She's the one they're focusing on. But yeah, it would make sense for Perez to get her win back. And I think that's possible. I'm not super yeah. confident, but I'm going to take Davenport. Uh, metaphor. I feel like they've been waiting to pull the trigger on Davenport yeah. and it, injuries and stuff they have could. slowed her down. I feel they might, they might, they could stretch this feed out longer though because they have a heel champion right now. They so, do. Unless the heel wins, but I don't right. know. Um, then I don't we got so. Metaphor versus Fraser, Dragon Lee, Leon, and Feroz. Um, I could see the Bay of Faces winning, but I took Metaphor because I like them. And because they're an actual fan. All right, I'll take the faces then. Wow, we're different on every match so far. I'll just it's crazy. It's crazy. Face team. Yep. 
easier for me. Stratton, Thea, Hale. I think this is where we agree. I take Stratton to retain. Agreed. I just Hale's like not quite ready in the ring. I see close. The She's awesome. For, I see the potential for the upset, but it's a really small. Like, like I'm not in super confident. Two in or three years from now, this could be like super awesome feud if they keep if each of these women stay on the trajectory they're on. Yeah, because they're both fantastic yeah. for the amount they've wrestled. Mm-hmm. Um, this could be a big deal, but I I think Stratton retains. Um, Gallus and maybe Hudson turns out of that. Maybe that's true. Uh, Gallus D'Angelo's. Um, fairly confidently taking the Italian mobsters here. <laughs> I'll write. That it just feels like everything is set up for them to get this right. I so. also took them for some reason. I wrote Gallus, and I Gallus know, are just kind of like Gallus are a team that don't feel like they need the titles to me. No. So I wrote and I quote the Italian mobsters. Right. So that's the most stereotypical hmm. mobsters ever. Um, we got uh, Dirty Dom versus Wesley versus Mustafa Ali for the North American title. Um, what I do you think of this one? Dom. You're taking Dom to retain? I think it would be a waste to either have Ali win the title, because then he should have just beaten Wesley for it, or have Wesley win it back, because then why did he lose it? I think the only thing they can do is give Dom the title and give him a bit more time with it, and he can defend it on main roster like he's done he can defend it here i think anything other than dom keeping is kind of a waste of having wesley drop it yeah because then like he should have just kept it because he's on a great run and i just don't think they're done using this as a prop for dom yet yeah even and to be like we run everything we're money in the bank we're champion, fine we're champion. yeah i think it's a fine thing to do yep um so you i think he retains as well dom, just because yeah. i don't it anyone just, else winning feels awkward at this yeah point. and it, it would just kind of annoy me because then like I don't have an inherent issue with Dom winning it. Sure, it kind of irks me because he's main roster, but it's fine if they if they have a purpose behind it. Right. But to me, if it's if they just switch it back or or switch it to someone else, that's where it would annoy me because then you shouldn't have brought Dom to have the title. And I'm sure there'll be shenanigans in this yeah. one as well. Obviously, you can maybe get like Priest in there or something. It's fine. Not for a cash-in. We're not doing that. That's no. Dumb. Uh, Mello Dragunov for the NXT Championship. Um, I think Mello retains. I also took Mello. I don't think his run is over, and I think Dragunov unfortunately might not be long for NXT. Mm-hmm. So I saw he can, something about him maybe on SmackDown. He I can heard, lose on his way out. I saw he don't want Imperium. I think he what? He don't want Imperium. No, I wouldn't either. No, he he should be his own thing. But yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. All right. So we got decent amount. Of we got some different picks there and disagreements. I think what there's seven matches. Okay, we disagreed on three, so that'll be interesting. That's pretty good. I think that's more than usual. All right. Uh, So we'll go into our final segment this week that will not be as long as last week, I think. I hope not. Jack's going to give us a bit of an update on his uh, figure hunt from his birthday the other day in what we call Figuring It Out with Jack. All right. Describe the hunt and what you found. I don't remember what I got. It looked grim for a little while. It did look grim, yeah. Things picked up at the end. First couple of malls we went to were... The yes. one near Cannes Wonderland, nothing. So first mall we went to is about 45, 50 minutes away. Yeah, the one Found near nothing. Cannes Wonderland. Right. Uh, another mall with a Walmart and a Toys R Us. So about Wonderland. half an hour away from that mall in a different direction. I think you that's didn't... where I got the, the book. You did get the book. There. I got a Star Wars book that's in between the Jedi games, the yeah. Fallen Order and Survivor. So mostly for our non-Canadian listeners looking to hit Toys R Us because we still have those in Canada. They carry figures and Walmart, basically. And, Walmart, and GameStop. Right? And GameStop. Because they carry they more the, figures some, these days. They have some AEW stuff, yeah. And then obviously the real, the, the best 
store I, I can get at is Bounty Hunter, but we I get I think I'll I get like one or two visits a year. Right. And then so we hit the malls were not super fruitful. And then we hit three three Walmarts on the way home. Walmart's one near my old Taekwondo place and then a couple like before that. I think it was the first one there was nothing. I wanna say I think there was I think that's where there was nothing. And then I got I think I No, you got no, something the first, at the first, the first one. one. Okay, yeah. The first one I think is when I got the Wardlow. I found unmatched right. two Wardlow. Yes. They had like also Ty Conti. I, no, okay, so at the one at the mall Walmart they had unmatched two. They had like Proud and Powerful, which I have. Yeah. And Ty Conti, which I didn't really care for. No. And I was thinking like um I would consider getting Wardlow if they had it, which they didn't have it there. And I've heard that's like a good like it feels good in hand, like it's got solid articulation, whatever yeah. like that. And so yeah. I found Wardlow at a, the next Walmart, and so I got him. So and I like when cool. you find figures you don't have any Wardlow, so that's yeah. cool. I like that. Yeah. my favorite. I'm so lo- yes, you found him. Figure database, and there's like the a Wardlow with like the purple singlet and the white, and like it's got the texture on it. That's nice. It's a Walmart exclusive one, so hopefully I find that sometime. But um, then the uh, I think there's nothing. The next one, then the last Walmart, which is the one closest to us. Yep. Oh wait, no. Okay, no. So the second Walmart we did, we found things at all the Walmarts. My mistake. Correct. The second Walmart. I thought so. All three. Yeah, the second Walmart. I got the ones I have here. I found just randomly. There's Elite ninety six Elia Dragonov, which is cool because don't have him. With and somebody had snaked the belt, but someone you already belt, have it. I already have two of that belt. Um, and we like Dragonov, so that was an instant one. Yeah, another dude you don't have, like. so that's yeah, cool. Dragonov is cool to have, and then I got uh, Elite ninety eight Demon Valor because yep. gotta get the Demon Valors. I think Demon Valor elites. I'm missing three mats. He's so toyetic. He is toyetic. I like this one. This is the one where he flopped like a fish. Yeah. And the only extreme rules match on the card. Right. Memories. And then? And then last one. Closest uh, the last to home. Walmart, the closest one to home. Not the one that we, we do have a Walmart near us, but not the one. The the second closest one, right. we'll say. Um, right off the highway to that town. Um, I, found, I got the Elite 99 Matt Riddle with the scooter. And, right. And uh, the red trunks, uh, which is cool. That's where also where we found the, I got the Chase Boogeyman. And the uh, long coveted Elite 99 Seth Rollins. Uh, so I got the Matt Riddle from that set as well. Uh, they also had Queen Zelina. So you can imagine my frustration uh, to pick one. Right. That was Tough. very difficult. Choices are hard. Choices, choices, choices. So basically, we took about half a day to look for stuff, and you found all that stuff within about a half hour. What do you think the furthest we, we had to done go? It. We, we could have yeah. done it in like an hour, but we took it for like an afternoon, which is fine. I mean, we sort of planned on it. It but happens. It does. And then, um, Got to try. I guess like I mentioned, I got the one you guys got me was a uh, unmatched four hangman in like the cowboy shirt, which is really cool. That I found randomly. Beer cans. Yeah, that one's cool. That's a that's a good GameStop find because they kind of have like if you want, like sometimes they have these ones. Like I got the, my Ricky Starks from there when we went to Comic Con. I, I see Ricky the Starks Street there. Fighter bucks Street all Fighter the time. Ones. I got to get bucks to go with my Kenny here. Right. I still haven't yet, but maybe if they're on sale sometime. Um, but the really cool things were um they were so, that hangman was eighteen bucks. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's crazy. They're usually um, thirty. And then, uh, so Canada. we got the paper cutouts of things to come because stuff's on back order. Um, Basically everything we ordered from uh, yeah. ringside hey, collectibles. Better to come late. I'll take it. I'm not complaining. Uh, we got Elite 103 Stardust in the Polka of Dots because got to get the Stardust. Got it. Hey, I love Stardust. Okay, he's You're the only one. Hey, I well, he's funny and has. I don't know why. He's, Although like he's he done. hated the gimmick so much, the fact that you like it for my dislike of Cody Rhodes, he hated it and you like it, so that would annoy him. So that makes it okay <laughs> in a roundabout way. <laughs> you like it because he, he knew it for that he reason. would be upset. 
Yeah. And <laughs> I, that's fine. I don't know why. Well, because, like, when... I don't know why. Like, cause it's not like he's done, like... Because I, I like Boogeyman because his, his stuff was so weird that it amuses me. Because yeah. Boogeyman is just like, why was that ever a thing? Yeah. It just makes no sense to me, so it's funny. I don't know why I find Stardust funny because he's just like... But you do. That's pretty... I, just, I do, yeah. Because I when I came in, Stardust was on the way out. And I used yes. to beat the crap out of Stardust. Because I remember... The you way did. you told me to get good at the games, which it's paid off now, so you're welcome. Yeah, was smart. I just hook up both controllers and yeah. I just beat the crap out beat of the hell out of a defenseless was, that was a opponent. Good, I that's how yeah, you learned. Yeah, that's how I learned. And so I would play as Seth Rollins because Seth Rollins. I've always played as Seth Rollins until uh, the day I stopped playing games. I guess I'll always play as Seth Rollins. In universe, I was making my champion for those wondering. Um, and I would just beat the crap out of Stardust all day long. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I love Stardust because he was Stardust when I came in. So I guess when I was a kid and, uh, I found him funny. Anyways, super <laughs> happy to get Stardust. That's cool. Just the and, most, our podcast talks about Stardust. I'm pretty sure more than any podcast in the yeah. world. Hey, and one more thing about that Stardust. It's from my first WrestleMania. So okay. it's, it's nostalgia. It's baby. a bad WrestleMania and people do not like that WrestleMania. And I, res- I, I understand that, but it's my first WrestleMania. So. I dig it. And then the probably like the best figure thing that I, I'm waiting for is we got the ringside exclusive Ultimate Edition Usos two pack, which is pretty sweet. Actually, I'm kind of pumped about that because that was like, I'm not the biggest Usos. I mean, OK, like I do really like the Usos, but like it's not like they're like top of my favorites. But I did really want it because Ultimate Editions are cool because they're the ones with the most articulation. And also with this being a ringside exclusive and the bloodline being hot right now, it was one of those things where it's like, I do really like the Usos, and I was kind of worried about, like, that kind of, like, it would sell out, and I, I missed out on that, you right. know what I mean? Like, it feels like one of those things where, like, I would like to capitalize, so I'm kind of glad that you guys picked that one, because that's a good one to get. We're smart people. Um, yeah, so that's pretty cool. It's Jimmy and Jay, and they come in with this cool slip box, like, together. That's really nice, so that'll be cool. I'm we're waiting on that now. We got both tag titles, so that's cool that's nice and then i guess we could mention the AEW merch as well because that was sure cool. it counts there's the <laughs> the gray hoodie with the mjf one that says, it literally says i'm a poor which that's really cool. i can't wait to just rock up to school on that just because nobody will know what that's it'll, it'll, it'll just it'll make me laugh um then we got the mjf and cole tag merch which gotta love that yep. the better than you baby better than you baby had to get that i love getting adam cole shirts he's always got pretty good shirts i think and What's oh, now to, a retro to, AEW shirt with the elite uh, out oh, of yeah, it? Yeah, the elite. Um, the uh, we got the AEW logo, but it's just the elite. I think they were sporting that kind of thing when they came back at Full Gear. So remember the Bucks gear had that kind of logo on it. Yeah, it was just like the elite. So I, I think that's a cool one. And then we got the the Triclops. Uh, that's what the shirt's called. The Death right. Triangle one. It's 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 funny. It's got the Death Triangle. It's got like the the skull with like the instead of eyes, it's got a big triangle on it. And then it says death on the top. Like, there's no triangle. So I could also go up to school in a shirt that just says death on it. Love it. Which you will. I don't think it would get me in trouble, but no, I don't think it's so. one of those things where school d- no likey, and that makes me chuckle. <laughs> yes. So I'm definitely going to rock up to school in a shirt that just says death on it. Like, just, I'm not, I'm not even like, emo or whatever you want to call it but just coming up in a black shirt that says death just that amuses me greatly it will it's not as good as the original death triangle shirt which is the straight up logo because that shirt's it's awesome amazing i love that shirt um but uh triclops is is cool so it's the yeah. one you were wearing last week on the episode because i was like yeah you, you like, stole my you shirt like, <laughs> i stopped everything to accuse you of stealing my shirt for a uh, minute. i'm innocent right you are 
Anyways, uh, decent haul and uh, future. I mean, I'm sure I'll talk about the Usos when I get them. Yep. That'll be pretty. We'll nice. revisit all of them. We when they will come revisit in. when, and I will be sure to talk at great length about Stardust. Awesome. We got to get the blue one still though. Well, it's almost one a.m. on seven minutes. January, 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 July. Really? Starts with a J. Whatever. Yeah. Same well, thing. You had three months to choose July from. July. You, cho- you chose the farthest one from. So us. we're gonna wrap this up because I'm tired and yeah. I gotta coach I mean, basketball tomorrow morning. We're technically putting it out on a Saturday still. We are. Well, I mean, we always do, but like you know what I mean. We're still recording on a Saturday. We are tech part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last hour has been recorded on first Saturday. hour on Saturday. But anyways. Um, we hope that you have enjoyed what you came to listen to. We, we appreciate you showing up. We will get around to recording our NXT stuff. You even came up with a clever name, oh, which yeah, was we'll go with the Good Gold Days. It's the Good, good old, Gold Days. Good Old Days. Because it's uh, back when the Pun. Good Old Days of the Gold and Black, black. of NXT. Yeah. So we will start. I do. It's not like we do want to. I do want to. Um, we just kind of need to find the time. And listen, I, I need to get myself to do. We've it. put out. 200 episodes of podcasts including all the bonus ones we've never asked for anything so people have to wait a little we've never asked for anyone <laughs> all, to do all anything you gotta for do us. is wait you just gotta wait and we'll get around to putting unless out more. you like really demand it and say some mean things completely to me, free then. content that we keep spitting out so if people have to wait they'll wait yeah. i'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll get it soon though we I'm, will. I'm looking forward to starting that we will all right so uh thanks again for checking us out we'll be back here same time same place next week for episode 159 And until then, everybody, take care.